He is none other than Snoop Dogg. Yeah, I've been bringing a piece of candy for you to look at. You might be able to taste it later, too. <laughs> Will Ferrell. I also ran into John Elway in the bathroom. He could have he given me a forearm shiver there. <laughs> Could have rammed my head. Long snapping expert Adam Carolla. We don't call ourselves long snapping what? expert. What do we We're, call ourselves? You just say black belt. You don't say black belt <laughs> karate expert. Black belt says it all. I don't download many podcasts, but when I do, I prefer the Rich Eisen podcast. Here's your host, Rich Eisen. Welcome to the latest edition of the Rich Eisen Podcast. I am fired up to have uh, you all here because uh, you just heard a couple of voices of two guys who are on this show. Uh, still to come on this show, uh, I've got uh, Jason Sudeikis of Saturday Night Live, also Horrible Bosses, opening mm-hmm. at Theater New You, July 8th. Maurice I got to jo- get out more often. Maurice Jones-Drew. Oh, no, no, Pocket Hercules. Uh, Pocket Hercules of the Jacksonville Jaguars <laughs> is on the Rich Eisen Podcast this yes, week. Yes, sir. He's on the show. But right now, nice. uh, we kick off this edition of the Rich Eisen Podcast with uh, two old friends of the program. <laughs> uh, Warren Sapp, good to see you. Always a pleasure, Rich. My and Michael host. Strahan. Ooh. Good to see you. I'm in the building over here. Yeah, yeah, you're in the NFL work. Network. Now, yeah. uh, it's, it's sort of the reason why I wanted to do this. Is because now that this podcast is on television, it's sort of the latest show on NFL Network, the very latest invention that NFL Network putting a podcast on television. The first show we ever did, Total Access, uh-huh. we had the very first ever hookup of two cameras at two different team facilities together at once. That was the very first show? Yeah, it was very, well, it wasn't the first show, but oh, it was the first like time we did, ever yeah. took yeah. two cameras in two different team facilities <laughs> and hooked two players up together. And who were those players? Those players were Warren Sapp of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers back in the day. Oh, yeah. And also Michael Strahan, of course. Of whether, whether, football answer Giants. this question. Were they worth it? 100%. It was the best set. To this day, oh, I can say no, this to got, this day. I used to look forward to the oh, football. Yeah, I'm running I, out hey, of practice. I but t- I'm telling you right now, the best one, I can't go. Don't say the, it. <laughs> don't say it. I'm not coming down the steps. Vita Garrett? Vita. Vita Garrett? No, I'm talking about walking down the steps. Don't do that to me right now. But just to set it, just to set this up of what what this meant. And I've done more NFL total access than any human being on the planet. Of course. And even if I tapped out of that show today, I still probably would set the record. Oh, you're going to hold the record. You've been going forever. Uh, Still, hands down, best segments we've ever done. You know, I still get a lot of people. I get a lot of people ask me about that show. When we're going to bring it back. Yeah, Yeah. well, we were Twittering yesterday about it, man. Sap, Strahan, 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 Sap. Sap. Because you guys couldn't agree on what. what, It it was all good. All good. It it, it could go alphabetical. It it added to the, (laughs) the, the intrigue of the show. Yeah, because you guys would go at it. And then you'd also go at me about my time. We didn't go at you. Yes, you did. No, we Absolutely. didn't. We always commented on the way you dress. Because half the time, I mean, because we know you can't dress yourself. What are so, you talking about? You know, you come in, you'd be dressed right. we like, your wife must have got to you. <laughs> <laughs> she must have looked at last week's show yeah. and like, I ain't going to have this again. You out there representing the family. You can't do this. No, I, was, I, was, I, I had no help. There was no, there was no help in, in the making of, of, of this chiseled. Oh, fashion God. plate. Okay, that's Chizzle? me. Yeah. Yeah. I, I you know yeah. what? I, <laughs> I saw a show. Out of I saw. A, I, like uh, I saw a guy a with his shirt on. With yeah. I wish I knew where he got out to get you one. It says, "I have the body of a god." Mm-hmm. Too bad it's Buddha. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> well, you know what? Is Buddha God? It was. My, I don't know, oh, man. Okay. But that, it, it, it sounded, it made it sounded sense good. on the shirt. Much like this interview. Uh, <laughs> one of my favorite parts about this interview, I had no control over it. No, absolutely. Well, you, you, guys, you, you used to well, lead us halfway to the fight and then we back would, out of it. Because because it wouldn't just be the two of you guys going at it. It would also we would we would tee you up on the hot topics of the NFL, and yeah. you guys would also play analysts mm-hmm. to talk about what's going on as well. <laughs> kill it. And yeah. so that we sort of gave you a heads up about what we're going to ask you. But then you guys just totally I, I could literally rip up my cards and notes. Yeah. But when you guys yeah, when the script to it, that's it why I have none in front of me right here. Which was good though. I mean, look at what we do now. Makes sense. Now the reason why we now you. Guys were hooked up in the first place, though, is because of the the Farv sack. sack. Yeah, you remember that? Was that? I it? think that's what. It was, was that the original? Yeah, was that we got your record setting sack to it over that, and then somehow they called me and said, "You know, you want to do this show?" Sap agreed to do it, and then you told Sap that I agreed to do it, and neither one of us agreed to do it. They sucked us right in. Not me. Not me. agreed to do it. If Sap agrees to do it, I mean, it was Barty. I remember it was Barty. You, you, you were very vocal about the way he. Set the single season sack record. Stop. Let's not. He, let's not drag. But no, 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 no. But, but that's still, what it was about. No, no. Just, but you know what? what it was no. about. But I respect that. Like he's not one of these guys that's gonna come and kiss my ass Thank if you. it's something you got a problem with. Thank you. But you know what? But I always look and I go, you know what? Regardless, I, be honest with you, I ain't worth all the bullshit I've heard over. To be honest with you, <laughs> <laughs> it's, 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 it's not. But, but here's the, here was the key to it. I was sitting there with cold beer in my hand. I was like. He, <laughs> Give the SOB at least three shots to get him to do. But you know what? The first play of the game, he he had, and he throws the ball away. And I'm like, no, he got a game. He get you ran past but, the line of scrimmage. He gained the yard. But on then you on I know one. I had it. He would throw it away. Yeah, he but throw it away. Like, the other two, the, the other two times he threw it away. What are you away. doing? But the first one, Mike. He handed oh, right it to you. I, hey, <laughs> hey, trust me. Had I got that sack on the first play of the you game, you wouldn't have seen me the rest of the game. You would have tapped out, right? No, I would have tapped out. Um, no, you um, left Jim the game. Foster was like, sure. We were going. It didn't matter. You got to remember. It didn't matter. I had that season when RT was like 5 and 10, 11. It was awful. We were horrible. <laughs> right. We were a horrible, horrible team at that point. We weren't winning many games. So, you know, but I look back and it's like <laughs> I get so many people. Come, well, yeah, leave me the alone. You're like, I, I got it. 140 and a half other sacks. Talk about Thank those. You. Thank you. That one sack makes my career. Come on. But Man, you know what? They did drag Gastineau out in front of New York. I and, know. You know, it was I a know. whole bunch of, you know. And you know what? That, yeah. And then you brought Peter deal. King finally, you know, did a HBO special on you. And uh, the one thing I did, I didn't call far about for giving Michael. Oh, Peter record. King? Man, yeah. who's Peter King? Who's Peter King? Honestly, Peter King was my neighbor, my Claire. I like Peter King. I like it. But no, I like Peter King. Mm-hmm. But in an essence, if what Peter King says about me and football, anybody else in football, I mean, he's just like, and no disrespect to Peter, but he's no different than Mike and the Mad Dog or or any of these other. You haven't put on a uniform since you went trick or treating with your mama. So you can't tell me what I did or how I did Get it or him, how Mike. something happened was good or bad. But you, you don't never really believe it. that you have to have to have. No, put no, on no, no, no. I don't believe that. But when you try to, when you go to cutting and digging, when you start cutting and digging, doing, yeah. I can't particularly sit here and read his column and cut him apart because I could. But that's not my specialty is writing. I can read it, but it's not my specialty. I'm not that interested in Didn't it. we just had a conversation before you walked in here? Yeah. Yeah, okay. exactly. So, I mean, I, I don't, I mean, I'm, I can't, I'm probably get in trouble here. No, but, no, I was about don't to. Don't worry about it. But this is the bottom line. Mm-hmm. I don't give a damn what they say. I don't. 
Well, you so got that Warren Sapp attitude, Mike. Yeah. Go ahead, but I'm, I'm switching but over. At I the time, but at the time, <laughs> in 2003, I'm going to sw- I'm gonna try to switch it around, Mike. I'm going to take your approach. At the time, though, in 2003, oh, when no, the it was, network it was, was launched, you were very vocal about it. It was heated. And we, yeah. we called you up and like, hey, we let's we want to put this together. But it worked. It did yeah. work. And we have, it worked. We, 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 had good time. we have some clips. Oh, there you go. We have some clips. And for those of you who are just downloading and listening to this, we're going to put this on on the post, the blog post as well. So here Here's the first one. Let's take a look at the first clip. Oh, we go go at it. No. Is he the chattiest quarterback you guys play against? He won't talk to me no more. When he talks to me, I play better, so they won't let him talk to me. Is that right? No, No, it's only like going off the field or back on the field. That's the only time he'll talk to me now. According to Warren, he's easy to sack. You still won't face the reality on that, will you? Lighten up, man. What I want you to admit to all America here tonight is that that was a gimme sack. I will admit to all of America that Michael Strahan did his job. It was a gimme sack. It was a gimme sack. Yeah, there you go. Mike, you know the rule. Down 14, no, down 16. It was 14 to 30. Under two minutes. Oh, you game get, is over. Sh- tell, tell me when you got any other sack in the history of your life under two minutes down 16 points in a football game. That's possible. No, I, I want you to call it out. It's possible. No, that's a 907 drill. I can't remember. You know it's a 907 drill. But it's very drill. possible. Maybe you have a coach you like to light up. Mike March, you can get one on his Never team. Know. Greatest show never know. Greatest show No, no, no. After they lit you up and it was under two minutes, they were kneeling. They yeah, were kneeling. Yeah. Oh, they were, oh, they they were, were running it. Oh, handed it off to number 45. Some Warren, dude that you didn't I'm make. not the quarterback. I'm the poor defensive end over here. I, I, I'm not, I make less money than the quarterback. Yeah, I don't, you do. I, you know, we don't get credits looking as good as quarterbacks, even though I believe I we do. do. I believe. No, oh, God. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, we, I'm just doing my job. You was, but I wanted to know why you didn't walk out of that game at that point. That was 16. The two-minute warning went off. Well, why was he in the game? No, 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 no. Because why was he that, in the see, game? See, that's the setup. See, that's the setup for why the giving side. I'm in the game because only no, Brett Fall no, possesses no. the power that when they call off tackle left, he's going to boot it. But who, why, <laughs> hey, that's on Brett Fall. I, 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 I didn't boot it for you, but that's on Brett Fall. Today, I did that. This is my quote for everybody, and this is for the young guys out there. Uh-oh. First of all, you know, I, I take him. my hat off to DeMarcus, DeMarcus Ware. Yes. No doubt. I mean, it, it, get 20. Anytime those sacks starts with a two in front, and there's another number behind, not like two total Doesn't for the year. But other other the, 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 one with, the one with a six or a seven is pretty good, too. Pretty, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and this dude didn't even win defensive player of the year that year, which I found to be outrageous. But DeMarcus Ware to get 20-something, guys get 18, 16, 17. If you get one sack a game at 16, you consider to be a phenomenal player. Nice. So, you know, to to if you don't like that record, then break, break it. it. Yeah. That's where I'm at right now. <laughs> I hear you. But I know I bust my ass. It is what it is. No, you bust John Runyon's but ass. But now, yeah, John Runyon helped me. He probably gave me about five or six that year. But hey. <laughs> <laughs> that was another thing, too. You always brought up John Runyon. Too. But Runyon's now like they a senator. They never gave me a whipping board. You they always never I gave did have a whipping board. That dude oh, was John hard. Run. Oh, John Runyon. I had to work. I had to work. You never had a whipping boy. Never. Man, please. They gave me two, Mike. They gave you Simeon Rice. 
No, I had a shoot killer. <laughs> no, he was a whipping boy. He oh. should have whipped him. <laughs> <laughs> Simeon, that was Michael Strahan. No, Simeon, no, I, I don't think, like isn't it. Isn't Runyon a congressman no. now? I think Runyon is, is a congressman now. You whooped yeah, the yeah, congressman? He's, he's a Jersey. congressman. That's now. all you need he to know. He sent him to Congress. the congressman. He sent him to Congress, yeah. basically. He yeah. got him out of the game he and got, sent him to D.C. He really, he's really, really stealing now. So now he's going to get whipped up We would go back and forth. We would go back and forth in the segment, and the segment began to it began to have its own life and have its own legs to the point where we also just to keep it fresh we had some guests uh, we had some guests oh. from time to time take a look we at this we also had some oh, future hall of fame guests let's take a look at clip number two here we go <laughs> we asked for a nice fine volkswagen not no bus <laughs> <laughs> where in the heck do they have you filming this show you like a black howard cosell with all the tvs in the back <laughs> let's kick the bus back to the gray house station it's a straight hand sap show let's get it down bye bye jerome <laughs> See you later, Jerome. <laughs> Take care, guys. Yeah, but wait, here comes the bus. You can't get rid of me. You cannot get rid of me. Get this guy out of here. All right, Jerome, hey, thanks very much. Hey, go work on your bowling average or something, man. Get out of here. <laughs> yeah, go bowl a 300 or something. We work it here. <laughs> yeah, you booted Jerome Bettis. Yeah, we just saw that. We had to boot him. I saw that. We saw the bus that you seen him last week. Yeah, I did. Yeah, Jerome. Yeah, I, I love Jerome. Saw the bus. I saw Joe Green. Yeah. He had my Bucks jersey in his hand. I even saw your boy Allstott. I was yeah. like, Allstott. I haven't seen Mike in a long time. Long time. Mike don't leave the Island Way Grill down there. On, uh, they built, him and Dave Moore bought a whole cul-de-sac in Tampa. They fish and eat. Oh, it's a great time. Oh, man. Oh, yeah. That's you you buy a whole cul-de-sac. Why do I work? Like, I, I you don't really. work. You don't I work. Do. We've you seen don't work. Listen, Michael. Hold on a minute. Let's work. get into this now. Okay. Let's get into this now. Sunday, what 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 is your Sunday schedule like? Hey, man. You do Sunday on don't Fox. Be, don't do it here. Okay. Okay. You do we it just ask you, what's your Sunday hey. schedule like? What do you? What's your Sunday schedule This is like? kind of like sex. Don't get on me. No, 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 no. This is about the process. There's no side quarterback. So what's your Sunday schedule? My schedule is this. You mean my weekly schedule? What's your whole week? My whole week is this, okay? During the busiest time of year. Okay, I'll get an email, like... Wednesday, with a rundown of the show. Okay, which then, is how? Which is how long? Um, the show's an hour. An hour. Okay. So then on Thursday, sixty minutes. Then on Thursday. No, no, no. Is this sixty yeah. minutes oh, no, with okay. full commercial this breaks? Is network that network television. Television. It's, it's, it's network TV. So, so then, when do they send I, the car for you? When so do they, they send the car? No, you know what? I drive myself. Nice. I do. I, 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 I nice. drive you're myself. Pal. You're, nice. a, you're a lunch pal. Oh, yeah, I'm a lunch pal guy. So um, so on Thursday, yeah, I have a conference call at eight a.m. If I'm on the West Coast, okay. And, you know, conference calls go anywhere from half an hour to an half hour, an hour. Depending on what we're talking about. Sure. So you actually don't have Who's to leave on this your conference house call? for this meeting? Who's on this conference I can do it from wherever I'm at. Oh, Howie's, 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 at Howie's at the beach house, right? Howie, no, Howie's, uh, he's probably in Virginia. Right. He, he, uh, Jimmy's okay, at Jimmy's, the beach. Jimmy, Jimmy's, Jimmy's on his boat. He's on his boat half the time. Jimmy's on the boat. Sea, you can hear it. Terry's on the farm. Terry's on the farm. Okay, and you're all speaker phoning together. Yeah, and yeah, okay. producer, okay, and that's it. And that's we good. just chat. Where's Kurt? Where's Minifield? And like? Kurt is um, Kurt's probably Kurt's down the at beach. the beach here He's in, in L.A. Yeah. He's in the yeah. South Bay. Or, he, or sometimes Kurt, I think, is actually at Fox Studio because he needs to write out the show from all that stuff. He's actually one a little okay. more. Oh, he shows up to work. I like that. So we do that on Thursday, and then we show up 5.30 a.m. on Sunday. Sunday. And we so you don't meet show. Saturday. You don't have a Saturday meeting in person. No, okay. I mean, we. Well, you know what do you we wanna, do? We do stay wanna... in a hotel sometimes there all together, go. and we will watch college football, hang out. There you go. Like Come on, friends. All right, Sam. Do you want to explain what your schedule is? No. For Sunday game day morning. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Sometimes our meeting is longer than the four hour show. Really? Yeah, it is. What the hell are you talking about? 
See, that's the problem. That's Where your that, boss at? I'm telling you right now. Hey, whoever run over here running NFL Network, I'm gonna tell you the problem. You can't meet that long. You can't meet that long. We there are, are studies that show after a certain period of time, people block Studies? It. I need studies, to see these man. studies. Can you there send me this paper? Please send us the email. Yeah. But we, we were Emmy nominated, so you can't you mess can with the process. You can nominate, man. I can't mess with the process. We keep your Emmy if I got to work four hours a day. If I got to sit here, <laughs> if I got, let me tell you right <laughs> now. this whole stutter. How do, where if do I, I work? If I got to sit here yes, and meet hours. longer than the work. Yeah, I it's mean that's an exaggeration. It's it's a little exaggeration. It's, it's, it's about it's half as long. long. But that's with Michael Irvin. But that's you know, Mike got to get his. You know, uh, Mike, tell get Mike his get it out your way in the car. <laughs> call somebody on the way over here. And talk to them. Cause when you get here, funny thing is, need to get it. He's out. doing that too. He does that all. He does that too. No, in all honesty, Mike has about twenty five thousand words that he must get out. And then and then when he shows up, he's got to tell you what was going on in the car. Yeah, and sometimes it also includes the flight to the car. Oh yeah, and the car to the yeah. But your show is different. You guys have a a lot of time to talk. We do. We have don't have we don't have much time. I, I mean, know. it's kind of oh, no, like it's quick. It goes. You, in it's quick. It goes it's fan paid. It and it's quick. an hour, and then we watch the games, and we comment at halftime. Watch the games, comment after. Watch the games, comment another halftime. Watch the games, comment after, and then we get in the then car and go done. home. You get in the car and go home. And I'm done for the and week. And you drive yourself. And I drive myself. Impressive. I drive myself too much. But you know what? The best thing about what's the best thing about being retired? I mean, as far as like with compared when you're still working with football, the Mondays. Yes, when I wake up on Monday and I can put my feet on the floor and walk to the bathroom without you know thinking about it. That and I think the fact that when the game is over, Mm. I have no pressure if the game they lost, like the win or the loss. Yeah, Yeah, man. Like I don't give a. You can keep the credit for winning. (laughs) Keep that as long as I don't get any credit for for losing. losing. (laughs) (laughs) You didn't do your job today. How about you feel about your boy OC being called overrated and soft? Yeah, come on, Lashawn, Lashawn. But but you play this man twice a year, and he's not afraid to say this. But you know what, Daniel, Mike. But you know what, play for. I play for thirty. You play for what, 15? Yeah. But you know what? Anybody ever said no. that to you? It's kind of like, you know what takes me off? A this is like back. Jason Terry calling out LeBron, and LeBron goes in a tank, and Terry and blows him away from him. Yeah. I'm like, man, if anything, I'm going to put a chokehold on you. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to choke you out before Maybe you beat me like that. Maybe he doesn't have that in his DNA. And I think that LaShawn, who, LeBron? Yeah, maybe he doesn't. Man, I would only hope so. I know, but at this point. You know people who live point, in hope. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, but LaShawn McCoy called O.C. Overrated and soft. And, Wait, and, soft. and, and, the, and the third, third best, best D-lineman on his team. Third best. Maybe that's his opinion. But I also look at the source. I mean, I look at the he source. He plays him twice a year. Yeah. But and is a running back. But you know what? Accomplish something to me before you, oh, know, yeah. you can say something. You, you can say anything. I mean, I can say, yes. you can say you're good looking. I mean, you. I'm way off base. <laughs> but I can say anything I want. Yeah, you uh, make him out say anything. You're right about that. <laughs> Steve Smith tweeted out a... Uh, um, I saw that. Well, I didn't that? get a chance to read it. it but what is exactly? that? It, it was like a sort of like a, a, a three-part photograph, a rectangle. with split the threes. The, third, the first third was a shot of, of Eli and uh, Coughlin holding up the Lombardi trophy. trophy. The right third was a shot of Steve Smith, you know. Uh, when the confetti falling all around. Oh, that's hot. Like and that. then the middle one was a Photoshop picture of an empty case with an Eagles logo. Empty trophy <laughs> case. A big trophy <laughs> case. When you put the big trophy empty. in. <laughs> empty. That took some time. Wow. That took some Photoshopping. Oh, wow. it, it was a good one, though. But and that lets you know that what Twitter. he said kind of pissed off more people than just Osage. Yes, it did. You know what I mean? So. Yeah, but my thing is, Steve Smith? I don't. But he's a good player, man. I, good player. Steve Smith. Good he's player. got a ring. Well, you said he doesn't have enough pineapple on his diet. Is that what you said? So does Aaron Stecker. But at least Steve Smith has tasted the pineapple. 
LeSean yeah, McCoy on route, has not tasted on an alternate route, but he tasted it. Yeah, but promos are Pro Bowl now. No, 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 no. The year Bart Scott made the Pro Bowl, it's because Ray Lewis let it, said, you know, you go. He was the alternate. You I, I gave Chris Jenkins his first Pro Bowl. That's so, how you do so it sometimes for guys, guys that are deserving. But, that's that's not, but Steve that Smith don't fall in that category. He had over 100 catches, man. What do you What do you make of also Tiki? What do you make of Tiki's comeback? Why is that, boy? You sat up straight. See my dog face. He sat up straight. Me, y'all throwing all the questions. Sat up straight. Why am I getting all these questions? Because the Giants. Why do you guys? What do you have to say then? About who? Tiki's comeback. No, stop it. You don't think he got anything in it? Enough is enough, brother. You don't think he got anything in it? I didn't think much of him when he did play. Wow. I mean, that's the whole point. I mean, he, wow. he, he was a fumbler all the way oh. through his life, and then all of a sudden somebody taught Coughlin him how to hold got him the ball. Right. Yeah, hold the ball up high. And, yeah. and then he'd leave y'all and say, Eli can't lead him, and they'll never win a championship. Well, we're not talking about no, 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 that. No, 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 we're no. talking about that. That, that kind of lends part. to who I'm talking about. This is the same guy. Yeah. This is all encompassing in the same thing. There's no way you turn your back on your teammates that blocked for you, that, that gave you the ball on short fields and did whatever they did. You know what? Even if it was his job to say, what is it? If oh, no, 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 I mean, I, I, I think he's, he not, he's, a, not, he's not he a guy that, play. as a defender, I looked at him, we circled well, and said, is, he, here's the guy. He rushed for 15, 16, 1,800 yards. He was great, but it did not look. If you looked at him run, even though the teammate, it wasn't he like, didn't excite it wasn't you. like you looked and got excited. <laughs> he didn't like excite a you and he didn't or, scare you. <laughs> or, yeah, or, or even a Marshall Falk when you went, Just oh, my guy. goodness. Just a guy. But for some reason, he was able to be so productive. So I do believe he can still play. Now, on the other end of it, I do believe that his job did change. Okay, whatever. Yeah, but you don't ever lose the respect that you earned as a player for a rating for a television show. I, that's how I looked at it. Kind of like they got there and said, you got to make an impact because now you're on TV. And his impact was to kind of throw some guys under the bus, including the coach who taught you how not to fumble. Mm-hmm. The quarterback, <laughs> a quarterback who was young and just needed to learn. And obviously a quarterback who's quiet and not the rah-rah guy. You exactly. knew that. So, so some of the things that was said – we're kind of like, wow, why would you do that? It didn't make sense because it, it was your sense. team, it was his team, and yeah. Eli took the back seat because yeah. he was a young no guy. What, what does it have to do about his comeback attempt? What does that have to well, do? that also plays in but the I locker think it room plays in a, I think it plays into the t- mind of a lot of teams that will probably go, well, he can come in, he can be productive, we, we think he can, um, but how does that play into the chemistry of our team? Exactly. Now, if you and, – and, and so I think that's important – if you're GM, that's what you're going to look at. If you're head coach. Now, if you want a guy that's going to give you production, going to work hard and bust his butt, you're going to get all of that. But the 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 other part, mm-hmm. I'm not sure myself. Do you think he's going to have some relationship building or whatever locker room you want? No, to this is the question I have. He needs to go to your old team with his brother. Who that? Tampa. No, nah, we good. We you got Garrett go Blunt and a bunch of young who's, kids who's down there. Who's, 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 the who's the backup? Oh, I know the Garrett Blunt. Well, Garrett Blunt's there and a couple other kids they got. Yeah, Cadillac. Cadillac. They're fine. But the thing I have is, we always put that 30-year-old mark on the running backs. How old is TK? 36. He hasn't played in four years. I know. And, and you know, but the, 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 the word is the Ooh. Steelers. The Steelers might take him. Give hmm. him a shot. The Tomlin hey, may um, give him a shot. That Milwaukee Moore's a free agent. Well, so, and well if he Moore's doesn't come back, but he's loved there, man. He's a loved character. Moore, 
They love him in Pittsburgh. So Mendenhall is a monster. Mendenhall <laughs> also yeah, has a Twitter. Yeah, well, you know, we didn't say Tiki going to go in and be the starter. He, he yeah. got a home. Well, Mendenhall just key. a little blind to the fact that Osama bin Laden was number one most wanted. Now, come on, man. People will not forget that One, Tiki may have to play special teams, but could be a problem. Absolute problem. Could be a problem. Because mentally, if I went back and they told me I had to play special teams. You'd say no. I, no. There's I no couldn't way. do it. Because you know and, what that entails. I know it, you got to be somewhat insane. you, you got to have a screw insane. loose. Yeah, you got to be crazy. <laughs> and two, what the hell was Mendenhall talking about? I don't know. It, you know what? Oh, come on, man. That, that's an MC on, Hammer, Mike. Can't touch that. Come on. <laughs> it's the worst thing for athletes, in a sense, and especially, you know, the whole lockout situation is Twitter. Oh, no, it's oh. gotten fun now. We got some battles oh, going yeah, back and forth. Don't stop this. Well, one of my favorite yeah, tweets. No, I'm saying it's like dangerous because you got time. They don't yeah, know. They think, think they're talking think, like we're talking. Think twice like before you hit send. Like it's just me and him. Think yeah. twice before you hit send. You know, if you're a congressman no, or you're in the NFL. is a must. You know, so, see, proofreading is a must. And don't be wiener and send it. I meant that to be private. Like, it ain't right no matter oh, how right. you send it. All right, all right. Can we, us three, kill this Twitter myth? There's no such thing as a direct message button and a regular tweet button. Yeah. You have to decide before you're actually yes. composing the tweet whether it's private. Oh, I, have exactly. had, I have had friends of mine who have hooked up their Twitter to their cell phone and and sent a tweet via text sometimes that they meant to send to somebody. That's what I think may have happened. Yeah, mine's you're doing receive like a second via text. Nah, no. never mine's seen on that. my cell phone. I never, I never had that. Yeah, yeah, via text. They better, get, they better get them oh, yeah. an Uber. Well, let me social. tell you right now. Bottom line is, he had no business doing what he was doing. No, did you hear the dialogue? <laughs> my favorite, my favorite part about the Mendenhall thing is they my ran favorite the dialogue like a play. Yeah, I know. Oh my god, Bill Maher. The 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 Mendenhall tweet. My favorite tweet coming off of that. Somebody sent out. To punish Mendenhall for his comments, Roger Goodell has fined James Harrison. Yeah, that was a good one. That was, a good one. That was, that was, that was. You know, people are clever on Twitter. They are very clever. They get a little clever. witty. All right, so let's finish up this segment with our last clip. Because We're done? Like, again, no, no, yeah, well, we can keep talking. I already know what this is. This is the, yeah, because uh, you guys, we asked you who, because we kept getting guests. Man, we asked for uh, Halle Berry. Yes, for Halle Berry, oh, Beyonce. Who, yes. Oh yeah, definitely oh, Beyonce. Who's but then, Beyonce? She married. She's nah, a nice so girl, can't. though, man. I, I've good seen girl. her in jail. One of the hot, good, one of the hot cool. chicks of the moment, literally and figatively, was Vita Guerra back in the day. Yeah, yeah, that, that was all that was all or stuff or whatever. The XM Vision. So all I can say is, I'm glad she was in New York and not near. Well, that's the whole thing is that we got her. She's she was she was New York based. So clearly, you if she was going to appear on this in person, clearly it was going to be on Giants Cam. Not Bucks cam. Well, that thank hurt. goodness. And and uh, here's what happened. This that is hurt. fantastic. Oh, I can't believe this. Look at my eyes. I can't wait. I can't Joining wait us here on Sap Strahan. And I believe, if I'm not mistaken, oh. if I'm not mistaken, she's there in person for you, Michael. Uh, hey, Sap. That better not be her coming down the steps. That better not be her coming down the steps. I know. I know. I know. Somebody's going down for this. Somebody's going down for this. Oh, no. Hey, hey I'm telling you, I can't get up because I got this earpiece in, but come on here and give me a hug. Come on here, girl. There you go. I'm like Joe Namath. I want a kiss. Uh, I lost the picture. Let me in. Come on, open up. I got to protect Vita from you, man. Y'all need to cut Sap out altogether. This is Vita, the Vita Straight Hand Show. And there's my hair at the very end. Oh, my God. Hey. That's a head full of hair. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. That's why hair don't like the clip. They got the still up right now. Oh, my God. That is a head wow. full of hair. What happened? I lost it. That's, really? seven, that's what seven years of NFL total access but will do to you. Pro, but does it like Propecia and Rogaine? Hey, the Propecia. Well, they got some hair transplant doctors. 
No, I can't do that. No wow. half gloves. You know what no I, I have had, like Monty Kiffin. I, I, I really have had. I really terrible. I really I have had. Until now, yeah, I really have gone back after a show. Lou you know, too. And I've had my voicemail light was on. I have. This has happened a couple of times, and and it's just cold called. Somebody just watched the show. Somebody saying, "Hey, I'm from whatever med spa here in Los Angeles. We can help you with your hair." Well, you know what? And ten easy steps or whatever, and all that stuff. I but, just can't do it. See, I the won't problem do it. is now, if you did it, it we would really you'd know. know. You'd know. You have to start doing yeah. it when you're like back there, and you kind of realize you're you're losing it. No, yeah, preventatively is what yeah. you're saying. But you know what? No, you're I'm actually fine. one together. Actually, look good like Thank that. You. Thank you. Well, just I don't went the do... Matt Lauer. I just went. I just took it all off. No, about but three don't years ago. do it. Like if it keeps going back, do not do the George Jefferson. Do not do the George Jefferson. Which is what moving on up to yeah, the like side. Yeah, like when you're no, just leave here. it like that. It's all oh. in the back. Just cut it all off at that the point. The Sherman Helmsley, I will yeah, not. Yeah, no, don't do the Sherman, Sherman Helmsley. And you know what's so funny? Speaking of that, you know, yeah. I um, I got, I was, I was like a guest at a dental convention one year uh-huh. in New York. That yeah. was the worst thing ever. <laughs> uh, you know what? I'm like, how in the heck y'all pick me for a dental convention? <laughs> But, you know, I go, I must have got 50 cards from dentists. I'm like, we'll fix it. We'll I'm like, I'm sure you will. Here's the best part. Why would you? Have you ever seen his brother? No. They are twins. My brother is not a twin of me. What? They got the twin. I saw uh, you posted a picture about two months ago. I said, my, my God, brother runs gap. in the family. My brothers don't have big gaps like that. It's my kids don't have any gaps. That's what's weird. Letterman's got it. It's worked very well for him. The yeah. mothers. Madonna. Thank God, Thank the God for the mothers. <laughs> right was, me too. They got nice so the Vita Garrett thing was an instant class. <laughs> we flipped out. And the you. camera did go down, by the way, yeah, in the yeah. middle of it. We did you see though? Did you see how when he first saw he crossed his leg? Like, he was getting ready for a show. Oh, like, absolutely. I'm hoping you had some music or something. Go, like, make it rain or something. <laughs> our favorite thing, too, our favorite part about that, too, is as we were setting up the shot for you guys. You were it was it, it was shot in the Giants cafeteria yeah, right back that, in the day. Old, so uh, we had Vita come out, you know, just to see that what the shot would look like. Her walking down the spiral staircase in the background, then walking up. So we tested it out. Fossil was walking through at the time. Oh my God! And we got him on sort take. of we no, got I, I don't think we have that on. Oh, tape. Gotta have Fossil him was walking through, sort of like, what's going on Breaking here? His <laughs> we were laughing our asses off. Breaking like, his Fossil is like, who is Vita? Who is this girl walking through here? And why is she setting up shop? And what's with stray hands? And she shot should come and, to my office and explain <laughs> it. <laughs> <laughs> to talk about the cover two. Yes, oh, exactly. my God. Oh, man. Did y'all play cover two? Oh, yeah. no. On that day, maybe. Mm. Mm-hmm. This is fun. See, this oh, is the memory boy. lane sort of stuff. <laughs> this is good stuff, Rich. This is good stuff right here. It's good stuff. Hey, congrats. Hey, man, you're stepping up, man. I'm really proud of you. I'm one. For real. I mean, seriously, this show, this podcast, they you. couldn't get you, your face on TV enough already here at the NFL Network. So they give you this podcast, yeah, pitch on it more. And then you got, like, beat by Dre headphones. You're, like, stepping up. You got fancy cameras here with, like, people in the room controlling. Room. You yeah. must yeah. have a beat by Dre. This best is headphone like on sick. the face of God's green earth. This is great. This is sick, man. This thank is, like, you. really, really thank something you, else. I appreciate that. I thank you for having me. Thank I you. I like the little beads. Oh, it's good to be back. In. You know, there's little black diamonds in that one. I got different ones. Fantastic. Uh, they're for the kids now. This is Nothing great. for self. This is <laughs> Sap Strahan, Strahan Sap Show. Oh, happy Father's Day, too. Oh, yeah, happy, happy Father's, Father's Day, Day, man. Yeah, Everybody Father's here. Day. You, got the, you got the youngest one. Of the yeah, I, I tweeted out that day, like, what does it mean for me that, what does it mean that on my first Father's Day with two kids, the best part of the day is when they were napping at the yeah, same time? Yeah, of course. What does that mean? That, that means you accomplish something that very few fathers in their first father day can do. Mm. Is take the double team and defeat it. <laughs> <laughs> 
Because they tag team you. I'm telling you, one sleeps, one's up, one sleep, one's up. Oh, my goodness. You can tell us about having their first kid and the first father's day. Well, I just spent the whole day with the wife. They went to the park, and I'm like, yeah, right. And I'm looking like, as soon as these little juggles can get away from me, Father Day may get away from me. Go enjoy yeah, daddy, everybody else. Why mama daddy get the day, day off and daddy got exactly. all the kids? Exactly. I don't get it. It's a daddy day. Y'all need to get away from me. Yeah. I need to get out the house. Take y'all me need somewhere. To... Take me yes. to Legoland. Yes. Yeah. That's so. That's what. It, so it was a normal Father's Day. That's yeah. a normal oh, Father's that's Day. What, I was like, oh, this is the greatest thing. They're but both normally sleeping. on the first one, you don't beat the double. No, team. no, 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 no. <laughs> well, well, the first one, I was that way. Like, yeah. oh, hang yeah. out with my kid all day. I'll oh, enjoy being. That's what dad. it's about. This is the first one with two. I'm like, go to sleep. <laughs> What do you think? There's actually think? a book that my parents got me and my wife called "Go the F to Sleep." Oh yeah, I heard that? about that. It's one. like it's a bestseller. Yeah, I and heard it's like about a children's that. book. They're doing with a show with rhymes or whatever. Like no, I heard. Uh, I heard it's it, it's like a real children's book. Oh, the, okay. and, but just the 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 words, the title, "Go the F to Sleep." Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. That's what it's all about, and it's so funny. I heard. Um, uh, it's going to be narrated. The book on tape is going to be narrated by Sam Jackson. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah, yeah. nice. Which is perfect. That's nice. It's perfect. Go to sleep, kid. <laughs> I, got, I got another book for you, too. It's called A Holes Finish First. Oh, my goodness. Really? One of the funniest books. I, I, the first 100 pages. Did you Did you write it? No. <laughs> uh... <laughs> All right. All right, now I, got I knew you. you'd no, like that. He only wrote Stop the foreword. <laughs> Listen, I'm going to give you this one. It's by Tucker Max. He went oh, to Duke. Oh, I love Tucker he Max. He went to Duke. You've oh, got, you got to get this. So you ever read a Tucker Max book? No. Oh, oh my man. God. I read the book. I saw the movie. Tucker yeah. Max is a legend. This book right here is the, the one. A-Holes Finish First. Oh, my God. Crazy. Absolutely a nut. He All went right. to Duke Law School. He's crazy. I crazy. And he, and he riled up Shosheskyville. With the with the with the with sleeping that? out, he had a bullhorn of riot proportions. I've never, I've never heard of this guy. You never I, heard of Tucker Max? No. Oh, oh my god! Dude, man. Oh my god! I got the book inside my you know my iPad. Because we're slightly younger than you, so just a little bit. You are just a little bit, not too much, not too much. How old are you? Have you hit the four zero yet? You haven't hit the four. He will be four zero. a couple months. Hey, none of y'all business. Leave me alone. I'm not up in here for birthday wishes. Happy birthday, Mike. Yeah, Happy birthday. Up. Happy Father's Day. Shut Happy Sap Strahan, Strahan. Thank Sap. you. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, we're Thanks back. for doing this. Yeah. Uh, Michael Strahan and Warren Sap. Or better yet, Warren Sap and Michael Strahan. Ah, look how I like it when it's alphabetical. At least let me mean, alphabetical. How far that's all. Come that's all. It's alphabetical. We've learned. Right we're maturing here. on the Rich Eisen podcast. Yes, we, we actually hang out from time to time. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I saw him at a movie audition one day. Shut up. We both didn't get the role. Either. We both failed. And now I see they made the movie. I'm mad as hell. I'm mad as hell. What movie was it? Horrible Bosses. Horrible Bosses. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's a perfect perfect segue because coming up later on the Rich Eyes Jason podcast, Sudeikis. Jason Sudeikis. Yeah. July 8th. Horrible Watch Bosses. Horrible Bosses. Could have had We and Me and Sapper. We really could have pushed this thing. It would really been nice. <laughs> Boycott it. But oh, the people who didn't who hire us were horrible bosses. There you go. They were. End of story. Sap, straight hand sap. Okay, Sap Strahan, Strahan Sap. And I. On the Rich Eisen podcast. Peace out. Sound like we're a moving company. (laughs) Pleased to have back on the podcast, but for the very first time in person, a longtime friend of the program, NFL Network, this program, you've been on the podcast before, just a general friend, Maurice Jones Drew of the Jacksonville Jaguars. I appreciate it. How are you? I think your friendship means more to me than anything. See, when you say that, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't know if you really mean that. I, I really do. Do you really? I really do. Personally, I feel the same way. Do you want to hug it out? I mean, uh, I mean, we could. It's it's all. I'm down with that if if it's all right. Sure, with let's you. just do it right now. This no is on problem. TV. No, we'll yeah, show no it off. All right, good scene. Right, right, yeah. Good. That was heartfelt. Oh, always. You know, I told him the only way I'm coming down is if I get to hang out with you. <laughs> only way I'm coming down. 
And this is your this is your this is your neighborhood, right? This is your this is your area, Southern California. Yeah, my right old stomping grounds. Right. You know, UCLA, but uh I went back home to San Francisco, so I just bought a house up there. Right. I've been hanging out with the family. Well, I know, obviously, when this is where you went to school. Oh, but yeah. But you're you're Mr. De La Salle, you're Mr. Bay Area. That's what you're you're Mr. California, basically. That's what I try to be. I try to be missing it. You know, north, south, try to take, bring yeah. it all together. You mean, we need to send you to Fresno for a while. You need to hang out at the central. <laughs> you need, we need to send you to the central coast. Uh, no? There's nothing in Fresno for me. Uh-oh. But cows. Careful now. Well, it's real. I you mean, never know when you might have to you might wind up there. You know, I have a, sounds like one of those bad movies where you're traveling on the road and your car breaks down in Fresno. And now, you know, everyone in Fresno downloads my podcast clearly. So, yeah, well, one of Careful. my best friends played at Fresno State mm-hmm. and they beat us. So, I really don't like Fresno anyways. Just so, yeah. beat us See, college. now here's, here's the thing, too. Uh, th- this is why you're so successful, and this is why you, you are who you are. You are definitely one of the most competitive people I've ever met. Oh. You, you are, you, you're <laughs> ultra competitive. You, you hold grudges. Oh, yeah, definitely have to. You've got like a memory of like an elephant. You never forget, ever. Can't forget anything. True story, you were number 32 because 32 teams passed on you in the That's first right. round of the draft. Even the Jacksonville Jaguars. So if there were 65 teams in the National Football League, you'd be number 65. You'd get a special dispensation to run 60 for number 65. I have to. But what, what you were what, you were 60th. Mm-hmm. But why don't you were 60? Because you just can't? Is that what it is? Well, it was kind of a, it was a tough situation going mm-hmm. on. I mm-hmm. figured instead of going, sending all that paperwork to the NFL, I can give a number that they already give running backs, which is a great number, 32 already, because they right. had Jim Brown, O.J. Simpson, uh, a bunch of other guys that, that right. won the number. I was like, why not go with it and throw a little twist to it? So it's 32. That's why you wear a number 32. That's right. You have a list of, you have a list? Correct. Yeah. An actual handwritten list. It's in my my agent's office. So every time I go see him, I see the list. What is? Explain the list for those who don't know the list. Well, the list is uh, pretty much everyone that came out when I was coming out in the draft, saying why did he come out? He wasn't going to mount to anything. This and that. The reason he's not going to be good because he's small and all these certain things. So I just wrote a list. Every, every article you got the editor or the whoever wrote it and. Down the list is went down the list, you know, scouts, you know, everybody. Members of the media. Members of the this, media. It's sort of like your own personal blacklist. Pretty much. Do you ever speak to members of the media of people on that list? Oh, yeah. I always tell them they're wrong. You know, everybody, like you said, we're all human. Everyone mm-hmm. makes a mistake. Mm-hmm. All I want you to do is own up to it. Don't come back and say the same reason he's good right. is because he's short and they can't see him. Well, I, you know? here's a scoop, okay, because I'm... I, I'm not on that list. No, not at all. I'm not on that list. No. But I, because I'm all, you know, because I'm always straight up with you. That's right. I was wondering why you left early. I was wondering why you left early. You know, um, the reason I left early was I, I came to the school and I told the coaches this. I said, I was, I was at a winning program in high school. I couldn't went to any college I wanted. Didn't to. lose a game in high Didn't school. Didn't lose a game. I wanted to be a part of something. You know, I felt your legacy is left more when you change a program than go into a program and continue their rise. So UCLA, when I got there, was six and six. When I left, we were 10-2. and two. I called my high school coaches. I put some papers in just to see what was going on. Mm-hmm. Well, actually, before that, my grandfather, me and my grandfather had a conversation. He was like, you think about leaving? I was like, no, you know, I love college. I love school. He was like, well, I think you should try it out. You know, maybe, you know, let's set some rules aside. And so when the rules were, really, the only rule was he had to break two national records. And if I did, just put the paper in to see where it would come out. Mm-hmm. And, you know... So I ended up breaking two two or three national records, punt return, um, the NCAA punt return, and then I scored t- two touch- five touchdowns in a game twice. Mm-hmm. So that broke another record. So I sent the paper, and it came back um, early second, late first round. I was like, well, 
you know, why why go back to school, have the risk of getting injured, certain things like that, where the window, you know, being able to get into the NFL, the opportunity is so small. I have my opportunity there. Why not take so it? So you, you got a, a from a from the scouting uh, experts exactly late late first early second. Mm-hmm. So then why were you so ticked when you wound up being in the second round? It You're was, giving the heads up. It was You're giving the heads second. up. It was late second, and, and and really what upset me was the reason people said that I wasn't the reason they gave me such a conservative late first early second was because mm-hmm. no one thought I was fast. So I was like, okay, all I got to do is go out there and you know run a fast forty. I'm okay. How much do you think? Uh, counted against your evaluation that Reggie Bush was tearing it up across town at the very same time. Um, Winning uh, at Heisman's, getting all sorts of recognition, and you were, you know, you were part of the the second for like, hey, listen, I'm, no, I'm not saying right. that, and you were part of the UCLA program, which was, you know, his second tier no, in, the, in this city, right? Right. And he's getting all the accolades, and you, and then you leave early. And that, how, how much do you think that counted against you? Uh, I think... A lot of people might have took it as if, like, I, I, I don't know. Because like, if I would have stayed, it could have been like, well, he stayed because he didn't want to compete with Reggie or this and that. And with me and him, it's never been a, a competition. Like, we were good friends when I was, I mean, we still are. But when I was coming out, we were good friends. Right. And I was happy for him. I just felt like in my life, in my time, you know, I did whatever I had to do at UCLA, you know, and I was good. I was happy with what I did. The, I mean, from school, I left school. I had a 3.4 GPA. It wasn't like I was leaving school because I wasn't doing well. All my friends, I talked to all my friends about it. I talk, I even told the coaches, like, listen, I'm debating on leaving. And I told them this early in the year mm-hmm. before all this went, went out. And, they, you know, we had pros and cons to go with it. But I, ultimately, I went back to my high school, and I went to talk to Coach Lasser and Coach Edson, the AD at the time and the head coach. And they were like, look, everyone goes to college to get a job. You have an opportunity to go. You got to take that, and that's kind of was the final straw. And now here you are, a few years later, the thirtieth best player in the National Football League according to your peers and that's NFL right. Network's top one hundred. That's right. And that ticks you off as well. I know I, I could see it in your face. Thirty's well, not good enough for it, you. It's not. I mean, I went from sixty to thirty. I guess you you could say you're supposed to be happy yeah. about that. But you strive to be the best. But it's it, it's not you went from sixty in terms of just that one group right. of, of players, and it's also a group of players in a draft based on needs. Right. I mean, you, you know, no, you, th- right. there could have been a team that needed a running back that just wasn't in the draft order at a certain time, and that's why you fall. You're now thirty in the entire National Football League. That's not good enough. That's, I mean, it's well, I'm I'm you're in the you're in, the, you're in I, I don't know if you your GPA involved math or anything like that. I can't do the math. That's a very top. That's that's one percent. That's top percent. That's that is third. That's a third of. of that's, but that's not good enough for you. Of the top hundred, for me, I think I play this game. I don't play this game for the money. I mean, that's a bonus. Don't get me wrong. We all play it and we enjoy making the money we make. But yeah. I play because I want people to. He's the best. At the end of the day, you play to be the best player you can ever. So when you, when they when they, people talk about you like mm-hmm. like Achilles on Troy, you know, they, his mother was like, "Listen, if you go to this war." People are going to talk about you for thousands upon thousands of years. If you don't go, you're going to be able to live forever, have this great family. And that's mm-hmm. what we all do our job for. That's the reason you, you're you the best analyst, right? The best host is because I think you do I it. You, yeah, you do it to I don't be the think best. I, I'm, I don't think I'm number 30. Exactly. And I feel the same way, even though I am so happy that I'm on that list. I mean, it, it, I was yeah. happy that I made the list. But there's a part of me saying it's not enough. Right. 
I have to, you know, I, I need more. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I want more. And Achilles didn't matter what he decided. He was going to have a body part named after him anyway. Exactly. Right, right in the bottom of his, you know, and a very crucial one. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. I mean, but we, we still talk about him to today, and that was like, what, three, 4,000 years ago. Absolutely. So we always want to be remembered. It's, it's for a body part or not. Unless, of course, you're a certain congressman from New York City. Then it's a different story. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and his last name was just and, Yeah, you know what I mean? Exactly. I think I think it was a... Uh, I think that was a PR move. Really? Winger's it was a very winger. bad... It was a very bad PR move. He needs to workshop that one with his PR people. You run that up your flag of your PR people. I'm going to talk to him about think. that. See I'll, what they think. If I have a body part named after me, maybe, you know... I don't know. It could be like your sixth toe or something. Careful. Right. right. Yes. Your sixth toe. Yeah. Yeah. You're, you know, well, you people, listen, you're the big, people... you're the, listen, you're the big toe of the Jacksonville Jaguars. <laughs> I appreciate Let's it. not lie with each other. You're the big toe. Where, what, so what is the deal with the Jacksonville Jaguars? It just seems that every year, Maurice Jones drew, it seems every year you get a little bit of hope and then there's some, something missing. There just seems to be always a second gear missing or a little bit of, uh, um, I guess, personality outside of yourself that 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 there doesn't seem to be anything going on that can get to the second level there in Jacksonville is that an incorrect evaluation uh, I mean I think it's a correct evaluation of us because the last two years we've tanked at the end of the year which is the most important part we'll go on this crazy run six out of seven games Five out of six games win straight throughout November, and then we always tank in December. And I think, for the most part, the first year in 2009, we did a whole rebuilding, and no one expected us to win any games. I mean, and for us, it was like, let's go out there, let's put our heads together, let's let's, let's figure this thing out as soon as we can. And mm-hmm. we, we we kind of figured some things out, but we were young. A lot of guys on our team, they don't. I mean, we had guys from Temple Pot Roast. That's Terrence Knight and Potter. He's from Temple. One of my favorite nicknames right. in all of football, Pot they, Roast. Temple Come doesn't on. play past November. So, you know, you're playing games in December, guys aren't used to that. Mm-hmm. And so I think that year we were just real young. And so we kind of matured a little bit throughout the offseason. We come back this year. We had Aaron Cameron, Kasim Osgood, mm-hmm. um, helping us out, special teams wide receiver. Aaron doing a great job with the defensive line. Kirk Morrison in the middle. And uh, we started getting a little bit better. So we go on this run again. Yet we have injuries. Campman goes out with the ACL. I had my knee injury. We had a bunch of our offensive linemen go down. We're starting to sub guys in. Guys that are normally used to playing a lot of snaps, they go in. So then, you know, I really can't call last year not a success because we went from pretty much last in the division throughout the year to playing for the title at one point. You were four quarters away from closing out the Colts. Exactly. Mid-December. Exactly. And so... At the end of the day, you know, we feel like we're growing. You know, mm-hmm. winning is a process. And I think that's what a lot of people, you know, a lot of fans fail to realize. It's it's a process. It, because... does, it just doesn't seem like your coach has more time left for a process. I well, mean, he's been, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> no, this, I hear This you. process has been going on for some time. Well, and a lot of people think that this is it. It's time It's time for the turkey to come, uh, you know, out of the oven. Well, what, what coach in the NFL has been a part of two re- rebuilding processes? Because he came in with Coach Coughlin after right. he left. He kind of got his team the way he wanted to. Then right. they get rid of the GM. They bring in another GM and Gene Smith who wants to kind of mold the team to his style. Yeah, Coach Darrell is the same head coach. So now mm-hmm. he kind of got put on the back burner a little bit with that one. And he had to kind of teach everything over again to a new cycle of people. At one point we had 39 first-year players on our team or rookies. I don't know too many teams doing that. Mm-hmm. Maybe the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are probably the only one. And so I think this year, you're right, this year is the 
either you make the playoffs or everybody's gone. I know. And now there's a rookie quarterback in this mix right now. Yeah. Now this is now this is this is now on this podcast now yeah. on television. Okay, right. I'm going to ask you a question. I, I'm, I'm going to ask you. I know you always do, but now we can also see the facial expression. Yeah. I'm going to ask you point blank: Do you think Jack Del Rio wanted to draft a rookie quarterback in the first round of this year's draft? I, you know what? And I, I'm going to tell you that I don't think. And the last one, from what I understand, is you know, he has a say-so in what goes on, but obviously the higher powers are GM. He always has the last word. Mm-hmm. So, But your coach, do you think, do you I think don't, he I don't, was sitting I don't, in that draft room saying, yeah, go go trade up and get him. <laughs> I want a quarterback controversy. I want to teach a young kid. I want to throw him in the middle of this mix in a process where I might have to win or go home. Do you think? I'm, I, I'm, I'm sort of, I'm I, sort I of answering so. your question yeah, yeah, for you. Yeah, I was going to say, you, you, I, don't, I don't really think that was what happened, but because, uh-huh. I mean, he's a football player, so he's going to adjust to any situation he's thrown in, which I think at the end of the day, David had his best year when he competed with Byron for the starting spot and won it. Yes. So now he's going to compete again. And I think that is what they were hoping is that when you, you know, you compete to get your spot, you like the same way I do it. Year after year, they're drafting somebody or bringing someone in to play running back, and you got to compete and keep competing. It's going to bring the best out of you. And so David now obviously has somebody he has to compete with, which we call America's competition because we're America's team. The Jacksonville Jaguars. Yeah, America's, America's team, okay. definitely. Okay. You know, I mean, you know they're going to change the flag to till and black, right? I had no idea. stars, I had no till idea. and black, though. Really? Oh, yeah. you mean like the actual American flag? Yeah, that's what we're debating on right now. I went up to Capitol Hill a couple of weeks ago, and we were talking about you it. You definitely have an in there, I understand. Yeah, yeah. You know, me DeMorris and, also knows some people there mm-hmm. if you need. You can oh, you can use his Rolodex, I'm I mean, sure. I don't, the only time you. I want to throw him around is when I get like into some thick of things. Right now, I'm just, you know, I saw Mr. Obama. I'm like, President, listen. Oh, you brought this up to yeah. the President of the United States himself. I said, I said you want change, right? He wants change, <laughs> right? <laughs> that only you can believe in. <laughs> and it's exactly right. So I, I say, you want change? Uh-huh. Hey, we can change the flag. We can flip a couple things around. Forget the Cowboys. Yeah, I know they were all cool. That was hot. That was like the 90s, though. Right. When, when the, you 80s, know, 70s. 80s. Yeah, Seven, yeah that, that was hot then. Let's let's switch this thing up a little bit. Bring you down to Jacksonville. Show you a good time. Play TPC. You know, we could do a lot of the Island Hole Seventeen. Yeah, we could do a little bit of that, a little bit of this. Go yeah. hang out, and then we just change the flag, and we're good to go. He was like, "Well, you know what? That's a great idea. I got to bring it up with a couple other people." <laughs> and I'm like, "All right, awesome. Just get back to me. You know, here's my cell phone number. Just text me. Right. You know, I'd rather you text me than call because I don't answer block numbers." So Even just, if he's the president. Yeah, I can't answer it. I have a feeling he's blo- his number's going to be blocked. That's why I said, just text me. Yeah. And so he, he was like, okay. So now, well, with all that controversy changing the flag and mm-hmm. new team. And sure. It's coaching it was last year. Why not add in a little bit of competition in that thing? I think that's what makes us exciting. See, you're fine with it. I'm okay with that. I mean, competition's always good. And I, and I know David will prevail. I mean, from what I've seen in David the last six years is he fights. He's a fighter. That's all he's going to be. And he's going to fight his way through it. And he's going to play great this year. And I, I feel like this is our year to do what we have to do. Mm-hmm. I mean, like I said, 9 we got close. We could have made the wild card. We lost out. Last year, we played for the division title in the losing out. So then the only way we have next as we're growing is to win the title and make it to the playoffs. And there it is. There it is. There it is. How far can you go? We go all the way. I think that's. I think that's. Are what's you guaranteeing a Super Bowl victory? I'm not guaranteeing anything. Well, mm-hmm. I, obviously, I can't guarantee anything right now. But I tell you this: when they, it, we're, it's going to be exciting. We have everybody in this offense has been in the same offense for the last three, four years. Mm-hmm. 
which is good because we have a lot of young receivers who are starting to kind of catch up to the game, understand what the game's about. Mike Thomas is a big one. Jason Hill, um, Derek Gillard, Kasim Osgood, Mercedes Lewis. What about T.O.? You know, he's going to be looking for a place. He is. Plexico. Plexico. He's going to look for a place. Yeah. What do you think of those guys, possibly? First, T.O.'s a great teammate, but I don't think he's going to like Jacksonville because we don't have a lot of media. So he can't be T.O. in Jacksonville, you know. Mm -hmm. He had to go to – he was in San Francisco, big city, big lights. Philadelphia, big city, big lights. So you're saying, what, Vin Stellino? Is that his name? Who's the guy down there? What's uh, the, what's the oh, guy? Pete Prisco? Yeah, who else? That, uh, that, that, oh, oh, Vito. Yeah, Vito. Vito Stellino. Not, not bright enough for Vito, T.O. Vito and Stellino and, and T.O.? That'd no. be a great reality show, don't you think? If Ocho taps out of the reality show... <laughs> <laughs> Vito, Vito would probably challenge Vito, him. Vito and T.O. T.O. and Vito. That's not going to yeah, last. Yeah, give T.O. top billing. So you don't think Jacksonville's a good mix for T.O. because the the, the, well, the lights aren't bright enough for him. Well, I, well, I know that's they're not going for an older receiver either. Right. They're going to go if we do go in free agency, we look for a receiver. They're going to go for a young, like a Sidney Rice type of guy mm-hmm. that's younger, has more years because that's what we are. We're a young team growing up. Mm-hmm. You can't bring an older. I mean, the oldest guy on our team is David. I think David's thirty-two. Hmm. So, let's get to the true uh, important aspect between me and you, Maurice right. Jones-Drew, and that is the touchdown celebration dance that you owe me. You're right. Now let's let's fill in, let's fill in some blanks for some people who might be coming into this uh, f- f- late. Mm-hmm. Let's start from Jump Street. Here. Okay. Uh, you have done several touchdown celebrations uh, at my request, mm-hmm. in my honor, which I was yeah. could not have been more flattered by. Uh, the first one you did was the shopping cart dance. Remember that? Yeah, I remember that. That was a great okay. one. Yeah. Pick it up. Pick it up. Look. Right. You, I don't want that. Put it back. You can put it back, right. and then and then you grab onto the cart, and then you boogie down right. the aisle a little bit, and then you pick something up again. Right. You did that after uh, uh, a, a touchdown after in, in the offseason I asked you to do that. You also got a Winn-Dixie deal out of that, did that, you not? Yes, I did. I put money in, in your pocket. That's what I'm talking about. Okay. That's why we hugged at the beginning yeah, of this interview. Right, right. Part of the reason, not yeah. the only reason. Oh, most of it though. Okay. So you did that and I was I I couldn't have, I couldn't have been more excited about that. So clearly now I'm feeling my uh, feeling right. some oats here. I'm, right. I I I I'm I want to see more. Sure enough, on Thursday night football on NFL Network. I think you were taking on the Colts. Right? That's right. Okay. Big game. Huge nationally game. televised. Yes. Yeah. You did not one but two touchdown celebrations. I didn't even ask for it. Correct? Well, it's because I saw you. At the Prada store. Right. On Rodeo Drive. Exactly. In Beverly Hills. I come because that's the way I roll. Exactly. Okay. And and you were standing out there on Rodeo Drive with your family? Yeah, right? my mom and my sister. Because that's the way you roll. That's how I roll. Did you actually go into the Prada store? They went in. They, they went in, and they, they, they kind of stung me a little bit. I was hurt, <laughs> you know. Pride was hurt a little you, bit. But, you, you know, it's family. I say, you guys have been with me for a while. I could take this one beating. So you 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 left a little lighter. Yeah, is what you're saying pretty much. Okay, but you were able to absorb the blow and move forward because of the Win Dixie deal. Because of the Win Dixie deal, maybe you, we were even. After. Yeah, maybe you drew a little even. M- uh, maybe no, I don't know. I think you I, were. I think you were on the plus side. <laughs> I don't know how crazy they went in the Prada store. So I saw you out there, and so you 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 told the uh, the crew right before the game. I'm going to do a touchdown if I score uh, for Rich Eyes in the Prada dance. You score and you. You tightened your tie, right? right? Prada tie. Right, Prada tie, and you just tightened your tie. That's yeah. what you did. And then um, next quarter, you score again, you added the cufflinks. You know, every time you go back, you have to get something new. Right. So I was like, ah, 
what can I get this time? I was, right. I was, you know, and I was like, hey, some product cufflinks that look nice on a nice suit. Why mm-hmm. not? I know Rich would like some of these. Exactly. Then comes the Pro Bowl, right, in South Florida, yeah. where I asked you to come up with a touchdown dance, and you said no problem. I asked you delivered. You remember what you did? The Mariucci crying over Favre dance. That's right. And because, I hugged the Viking. You... <laughs> It was the I mean, mascot. Yeah, it was crazy. You hugged, and 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 then I think what happened is uh, the Jack Jackson Deville, yeah, right? Your yeah, mascot yeah. came, and and he and he uh, um, he made sure you were fine. You faked crying. Right. You put your eyes up to your helmet, and you started fake like you were crying. Jackson Deville came, put his arm around you, and very funny. I don't know if you told the mascot to do this. He shooed away the ESPN cameras, like no cameras. Let him have his moment for right. himself. It was, Laugh out loud, hilarious! <laughs> I was so excited. Mooch was excited. We were watching it. We flip. We flipped out. <laughs> then I, I must say, a little bit of a disappointment post game. You yeah. know where I'm going with. I this, know. Right? I, I should have gave you a shout out. I was trying to be politically correct. Susie Colbert, yeah, the great Susie Colbert, fault. is comes up to you and asks you point blank, "What were you doing?" And you did not I give me give a, shout a shout out, out because you were afraid of what ESPN would never put want, you on the air want, again. Maurice no, I'm not even worried about ESPN. It wasn't even so about that. So I didn't want you... any type of quarrel between you guys. I, mean, I didn't want to be the the midst of this this battle. That like was a media rumble yeah. or something yeah. like that. No. I didn't want. I didn't want that. To ha- so you know what? No, we're partners. Next the NFL time, and ESPN are partners. The next time I go on ESPN, which should be soon, because I'm, I'm supposed to battle Skip Bayless, I'm gonna give you a shout out. Don't do that. Man. I, I, I have why? to. Why? You know why? Because he thinks he follows one person on Twitter, and it's himself. That's crazy. It's nuts. But you know what? And he never. And do you ever see him on Twitter? He doesn't even respond at people. He just. He just. He just spouts. It, know, why would you bother with him? Because I have a problem with people that think they're good. And he thinks he's the best what do you debater care? ever. Let him go do his I, thing. Because he's not the best. But I'm, you're seeing I'm you're giving them him. what you're giving him what he wants, which is your presence, your star power. Standing next to him, it legitimizes him. You're right. But I'm doing this for you though, because I'm gonna go on there. Why is I'm this gonna, for me? Because I'm gonna go on there before I, don't care I say if, anything. I don't care if Skip Bayless mentions me but, or not. But before I say anything, it's not even about Skip. I'm gonna go on and say, listen, I messed up. Mm-hmm. 2009 Pro Bowl. No, I don't have to. Here's how you make it up. Here's how you make it up. You give me the touchdown celebration. The touchdown celebration I've been asking for. The Randy Moss. I got the to Randy me. Moss yeah. because if you remember, he answered his own questions in a in a in a in a, in a I guess in a, uh, a media session, right. he answered his own. He wouldn't answer any questions anymore. Only he's going to answer his own questions. So you would stand there in the end zone and hold out a microphone, and then run around to the other side of the microphone and answer it. Right. That's sort of old. It's outdated now. You, you know, know what I mean? I, like no one will know what the heck okay. that means anymore. Right. In 2011, right. knock on wood, when you score a touchdown because there is a playing season. Right. You know what I mean? We have to come up with one right now. You let me know what you want. What do you what do you what do you have in what do you have in your back pocket that you haven't used that I can just attach my name to? I'm glad you said that because I talked to my dance coordinator who actually used to your live in what? the Bay Area. Your what? My dance coordinator. It's one of my friends. He used to live in the Bay Area, but you he have actually a dance lives... coordinator. Yeah. You have to. Because I have to practice it before I pull it out. You know, I have to practice at home in the mirror if it's the cabbage patch, whatever, to make sure I look nice. <laughs> Because when I go out there and do it, I want it to be perfect. Clearly. Right? You have to workshop it. Yeah, you have to yeah. uh, hone you have to perfect it. it. You have yeah, to hone definitely. It. Yeah. Okay. So he actually moved down here. He's in Encino. So last night I was like, look, you know, I'm going on with Rich. I know we're going to talk about dance. Do you have anything yes. that you want? He said he yes. had a couple things sitting on ice. But he, he was like, look, I don't want to put it out there too early because I don't want to jinx anything. Jinx so, what? 
Jinx what? The, 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 the lockout? or I, I don't or... know what he was talking about. I just was like, listen, <laughs> just let me know when you're ready to let, you know. I mean, one of them, he, he, he wanted me to do the cat daddy. Have you ever heard of that? No. It's, it's a like a new daddy. dance. I don't know. Just because I'm wearing Beats by Dre now. I just thought I, you I were hip. Did. No, I, I am. You're hip. I am. So, but, you My know, hip also hurts. Right. You know, but so I got and, all and that going. you have going. to use your hip. When they, but you know what? Somebody else did it last year. So I was like, I don't want to. Right. I don't want to. I want to have my own thing. Okay. So we're going to work on that. I'm well, going to send you a text message. With, well, let's, let's, call it, let's call it the podcast. Whatever we, it is. Oh. We'll call it the podcast. Um. I like that. The I don't podcast. know. I don't know. Whatever it is, you could call it. Do it. Just call it the Rich Eisen podcast. Drop that on ESPN. Ooh. Actually, here's what we're, we're going to do. Uh, does Does Jacksonville have a Monday night game? Two. Two of them. Oh, oh Maurice Jones Drew. It has to come out of those Maurice games. Maurice Jones Drew. Oh man. Here we go. On an ESPN Monday night football game, you're you're prime time. You're going to score. We know you're going to hit pay dirt. Right, I, have I, to. I will be sitting wherever I'm sitting on Monday night. Usually it's on my couch or whatever because I love the Tarico and Gruden right. and uh, the crew there. They're great. I love it. Uh, you score a touchdown. You do. we got to come up with something. What is it? Like you're sitting there with the headsets on or something? Do you put on like headsets and then talk into a microphone or something? Is that what you're How doing? Or does this? that blow? That oh, no, no. This would be good. Okay. So this is what I'm going to do. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna get flagged for it, but it's okay. No, I didn't. Know. We cannot. I cannot. I cannot get 15 yards. I can't. We can't do that. What would you be flagged for? Because I was gonna. I was gonna sit on the ground in the Indian Don't, style. Don't. You can't go to the ground. Okay, I can't go to the ground. I, this cannot be de- a detrimental to you or the team. This is this. I, okay. No one can be hurt well, in the making this? of this. How about podcast? This? Since dance. we're in a booth, yes. I do the mime like. I love it. You're in a booth, and then you put on headsets. Yeah, then I'll put on the headsets, and then I'll be like, "That's great." So you'll because we're in a small booth right, right now. You mime like you're in a booth, then put on headsets and then hold up a microphone and start gabbing into right. it. Right. And then later on, when you're sitting there with Stu Scott post game or whatever, uh, the Rich Eisen podcast. It's the Rich Eisen podcast. There you go. That is fantastic. I like that. Must be an ESPN Monday, Monday night, night football. It has to be Monday night because then 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 all family business between you and I are settled. That's right. Because in the whole Susie Colbert snub, that's settled. I get the dance that I'm looking for. That's settled. And my podcast gets the biggest stage possible. There you go. Uh, Monday Night Football. This is fantastic. That, I think that'll work for everybody. We're, <laughs> you know what it's called? It's called a win-win. I think so. I think it's called a win-win. And then and then you and I will join forces for good to get the flag changed, I yeah, think. I don't, that flag, I, still don't, I still don't see that. <clears throat> see, the thing with the flag is, is they, they have three colors. And we only have two. Yes. So it's just going to be kind of, it's not going to be as... Flashy, right? But it's gonna be cool though. I, and I, you know, what I said I said in the table, you can just put a little tiny jaguar at the corner, yes, so people know what kind of. Flag I think it really Paul is. Revere was wearing teal once, maybe. He probably, and you, you know, you know patri- it's a patriotic color. Exactly. You're the best, Maurice. Jones-Drew. I appreciate it. Love having you on. Thank you. Thank that you. is Maurice Jones Drew. See, here, here's the whole thing. This is why, I, and I'll just hold it up too. This is why I love Maurice Jones Drew. Uh, Chris Law, podcast producer, gave me two fantastic <laughs> cards full of information on you. I didn't use it. Yeah. Well, I have to, I didn't I use have it all. to give I one shout I out. Which I, I apologize. Your hard work, no. uh, Chris, went down for, for naught. Let I me give one on shout out, though, because you have on here. Oh, you got, you got a, your, your website, it. right? Well, uh, the website, but not even MauriceDrew.com? Yeah. Your longtime trainer? That guy right there. Mike Blasquez? Yes. Amazing. He's currently strength coach at Cal. You yes. met him at De La Salle. Yes. Cal's going to be a good football team because they of him. They always are. But because of him, they're going to be great. I mean, we all go up there and train with him. Okay. He's really one of the reasons, you know, right now that I feel like I have 
you know, full strength in my leg for mm-hmm. my surgery because, I mean, he's been killing me week after week. I guess, I guess I'm glad you brought that up before you go out the door. How was your knee? It's doing great. I'm running. I, you know, they cleared me two weeks you, ago to start running. So you just started running? Yeah. I was in a, I was in a brace, straight leg brace for two months. Uh, uh, training camp opens on time. Are you ready? Full go. Full go. Full go. You were wearing a brace for how long? Two months. Two months. They wouldn't, they wouldn't, they had to be on crutches for six weeks. Mm-hmm. Started walking. Didn't get cleared to do any type of exercise, like mm-hmm. elliptical or anything, for about three or four months. Started doing that. It's been a long process. Well, you got knee rehabbing tips from Jay Cutler anyway, right? That's right. That's right. Walking upstairs and walking on Rodeo. <laughs> That's how you get right. <laughs> you and Jay are tight, right? Yeah, we're, you know, I think we could be closer. Have you spoken since the Twitter thing at all? I, well, I never, like, I've always seen him out. If I saw him out, like, I talked to him, but it was never like a, I have his number, he has my number. I kind of went through Matt Forte, like, he was a middle guy. Yeah. And then he got upset with me. Who Forte did? Yeah, because I, I guess because I called his co- quarterback out. I get, that's what the people call, say I said. You, I just, thought, it, I, you I just thought I'd said the truth. But that's a different story. Well, I went to Chicago this past weekend. Mm-hmm. And he tries to leave me in the middle of downtown. Who, Forte? Yeah. He thought it was funny. What so, do you mean? He just left you in the south side of Chicago? Yeah, like dropped me off. Like, hey, I'll be right back. I just got to go to the store. And then he never came back. And I'm like, Matt, I'm texting him. He's not answering his phone. I'm like, Matt, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. Where are you? Oh, I went home. I went home. I was like, but you live like an hour away from here. Like, why, why won't you take me with you mm-hmm. to go home? You have me somewhere I've never been before. Like, yeah. take me with you. The- so I caught a cab to his house. We got in a little scuffle in the front yard. A little scuffle. Yeah. I roughed him up a little bit, pushed his face in the mud. Yeah. Tab, but then you, tweet him, you, you, you tweet him about it? Oh, yeah, all the time. Mm-hmm. And then you know what I did? Mm-hmm. I went to his house and made some waffles on his out of his microwave and out of his freezer. That's the way to get back at somebody. You got to get their waffles. Yeah, and I'm not house. a cereal guy. You'll show him. Yeah. You're going, you're going to his house and make some waffles. That's right. Good job. Good to see you, Maurice. I appreciate it, you Rich. Bet. That's Maurice Jones-Drew on the Rich Eisen Podcast. Excited to have this next guest on the Rich Eisen Podcast. You enjoyed him uh, hosting the 2011 MTV Movie Awards, also earlier this year in the film Hall Pass with Owen Wilson. His next movie, Horrible Bosses, opens July 8th. He is from Saturday Night Live, the very funny Jason Sudeikis. How are you, Jason? I'm doing well. Golly. I've, Did you like that? I've done a lot this year. You have done quite a bit. You're blowing up. I'll be honest. You're blowing I, up. That's very, that's very, very nice of you to say. And I, I said that I finally all... hit. I finally hit podcast guest status. <laughs> Can you believe it? Well, listen, there's nowhere to go but up from this here. Great. Now this isn't radio though. This isn't. This is a podcast. Well, a it, it, yeah, and TV as well. I mean, oh. yeah, this is being we're we're being taped right now, and it's going to air on NFL Network as well. I mean, it's just all sorts of media uh, crossroading. That's amazing. Word. Yeah. Have you, ever, have you ever done that, Jason? Uh, a podcast? On television, and I, which is technically radio on television? You ever no, done that? No, not, that I, not, not knowingly. Well, all I know is this. Uh, when Tom Brady did this podcast right. uh, during the season, he then, uh, after appearing on this podcast, proceeded to beat the Jets 45-3. to Great. So you see what it did for him. Yeah. So and his life. So I'll get. To, I'm in Los Angeles. I'll be able to get to Santa Monica in 20 minutes. Yeah, absolutely. And horrible bosses will will be through the roof. Oh, that okay. That, that's what I'm talking about. I'm here. trying that's... to think of an immediate. What I have to do immediately today? The... <laughs> yeah, traffic opens up for anybody. Who's... Yeah, you, just, you see the gaps. You can get you get to places quicker. Yes. <laughs> People just giving you the right of way, even though you're on the left. So how was uh, hosting the MTV Movie Awards? It looked like you're having a blast. 
Uh, we definitely had a blast. Yeah, uh, me and uh, my friends, uh, the writers that came out from uh, New York with me, we, mm-hmm. we we had a good old time. And uh, yeah, it was it was stressful only because we had so much lead time, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, and we're and we're we're not we're not really wired that way anymore. Right. Like we're used to getting the show done in a week, which we basically did after the season wrapped. We came out here and mm-hmm. and worked pretty hard the week before the week of the show and then really hard the week of the show. Mm-hmm. Jeffrey Ross, who has appeared on this podcast, uh, he told me that uh, he was uh, somewhat involved in this process as Absolutely, well. Absolutely, yeah. Him, him, <clears throat> I was you know, pretty lucky over the last couple of years to uh, befriend him and uh, mm-hmm. the lovely and talented uh, Sarah Silverman. Yes. And we we had we had like so many friends and, and, and co-workers and uh, people that I've never met uh, that sent in jokes. Mm-hmm. So we had we had like literally like fifty pages of jokes, something insane. We went through, picked out like forty of them one afternoon, mm-hmm. and then uh, me and my three buddies came back to the hotel and we're, we're you know piecing through them. And Jeffrey came over, and then what was great is we're sitting there, you know, going over them, you know, like debating over one word here, one word there, and mm-hmm. Jeffrey's just like, "Let's go." It's like, what do you mean? Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. We're going. We're going to go to the improv. We're going to read the jokes. And I and I've, you know, I've never done stand up. So like, out of respect towards all those people that do, I'm kind of like, oh, I don't want to like go up there and like. Yeah. He's no. This is how we. This is how we find out. We know what we know. We got to find out what they know. Like, mm-hmm. let's go listen to these jokes. And so then we went, and read like you know forty jokes, and you know took fifteen minutes of out of people's time and sort of say, <laughs> hey, we're working on this. <laughs> you workshopped it. <clears throat> workshopped it fully, and it was all him, you know, cracking the whip. And then he went out of, out of town the next couple of days. He went back home to New Jersey to do mm-hmm. a show at the Borgata, and right. we were like, okay. Let's go back out, and because we, we wanted to be in better shape than uh, when he got back, and I think I think we did. I think we made him proud. How yeah. exhaustive? How exhausting is the writing process for you on Saturday Night Live when you are in just one week's time? It just seems to me that you're trying to be as topical as possible, but you also have you know uh, the immense amount of pressure to turn it around in such a short amount of time. How how does that process work? I've always been curious about that. It it, it literally works any way you can think about it. Like, I could, as a cast member, sit down and write a sketch all by myself. That's not usually the way I work. I usually end up, you know, working with, like, you know, two, three, four other people, and mm-hmm. you sort of sit in a room, and if you're laughing, the four of you, then that's, that's what you want to put on the show, because, uh, you know, it, it, it wants to be, the show wants to be led. You know, it, it, it it's, it's a malleable thing. It changes with the cast and the, and the, the writing staff. Mm-hmm. Um, the format's obviously the same as always, and Lauren's the same, but we, we shift around. So then, so then you, the majority of the show, I would say 85 to 90% of it is written on Tuesday evening, uh, and it's kind of uh, a crazy dorm-like uh, feel where, you know, 4 o'clock in the morning, people running around with Nerf guns that, you know, people were, uh, <clears throat> or, or, you know, hey, someone ordered pizza, like, you know, everybody goes down to the to the main common area, the the. the the writers' room and people, you know, stuff their face at four a.m. But it's, I don't know why we go that late. I think it's maybe a vestige from the cocaine years. Um, <laughs> but, you're, just, you're just honoring the past. Yeah, exactly. You know, you got to dance with the one that brings it. And, and so we, uh, <laughs> we, uh, and at that point, you know, all all hell breaks loose. Some people are, are up until like eleven the next morning. You know, just sort of doing doing their thing. You know, falling asleep from four a.m. to seven a.m. and then popping up and writing in a in a sleep haze or a sleep Five days, and uh, yeah, it's it. And then then you read it all on Wednesday. So so we stay up super late. And then we have the big read through, and you read like forty five sketches. And then only only about eight end up getting right. Picked. So you have to fight for it, I imagine, right? To a degree. I mean, it's only competitive because we're making five hours of material 
uh, each Tuesday, Monday and Tuesday, and then only only forty five minutes of it get pick, gets mm-hmm. picked. So um, we're not fighting so much. People, the only reason people don't laugh at each other's pieces is because we're all brain dead. <laughs> it's not a competitive. And, and then the rest of the people that have worked there have seen literally the some of the greatest comedians in the history of you know television and movies you know work there. So like if they're not laughing at me, it's because oh no we. I was here when Bill Murray and Chris Farley were here. Like, oh, that makes you feel much better, too. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So when you do get a laugh there, you're kind of like, it's, it's, it's a good feeling, especially when you get like the boss laugh. Yeah, well, Lauren, right? I mean, yeah. he does, how often does he laugh? Uh, pretty uh, remarkably uh, a lot. Mm-hmm. He, he, has a, he, he gives it up quite a bit, actually. Uh, I think that's what keeps him so uh, mentally spry. How do you get chosen for Biden? How do you do that? Would, That's, that uh, yeah, this is... <laughs> how does that happen? Arbit- Full-on arbitrarily. Like, literally, the, the way... I remember being mm-hmm. in L.A., August 2008, <clears throat> and I was out here, and it was right when, you know, Barack named him his running mate, and I get a text from Fred Armisen, who at that point uh, was playing... Uh, uh, or, yeah, had been, had been playing yeah. Barack at that point, yeah. And... Uh, Barack. I, yeah, I was about to say, name. I mean, like, yeah. I, I mean, are you on first name basis with the president? Yeah, you know, I mean, he has no idea role. who I am, but, you know. <laughs> hey, you never know. I mean, there as few Barack's as there are Obama's, so I figure both, you know, uh, you know. I mean, he might, you never know. He might be, you know, needing a break from highly classified material on a Saturday night. Just say, you know what, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to turn that off and turn on Saturday Night Live. That's true. You never know. Yeah, you you know. We, we could we could teach him some. But uh, <laughs> uh, honestly, all that happened was Fred goes, hey, congrats on Biden. And I go, what are you talking about? He goes. He just named nominee. He just you know his his VP. I go. Oh yeah. He goes. Will you play him? I go. Oh, that's right. Because literally, <laughs> you got elected that spring, <laughs> like earlier that, that months before. We did a sketch. No, golly, it was it was Halloween of two thousand seven mm-hmm. when Barack showed up on our show. It was like a Halloween party at the White House or at the actually at the Clintons' house, and I myself. I was made Joe Biden, and Bill Hader was made Chris Dodd, and we entered into the sketch dressed as these people, and that's that's how I became Joe Biden. <laughs> so, so then, so then it was actually like, oh, I actually have to watch this guy talk. Now, there's no part of me that is trying to fool anybody and trying to do a sound-alike impression of the guy. For me, it's all like just capturing the essence of him being a what I imagine is like a very like loud talking, gregarious, happy-go-lucky, almost puppy dog. Yeah, f bomb, dro- f bomb dropping vice president. Oh, I wish, I, I wish I could get away with it. <laughs> you know, NBC, they just, they just won't. Yeah, standards and practices. Us, they won't let us do it. Yeah, that might, uh, they might put uh, the brakes on there. So that's how. So basically, you got elected into four years of doing this character on on Saturday Night Live. Exactly. Yeah, I got not even elected. I got selected into it. <laughs> <laughs> like it was even. It was. It's much less impressive than having a group of your peers saying, him, we want him to do it. It's like, I think Seth Meyers just cast me in it, probably because I'm, right. you know, tall. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, were you exposed, I mean, is this something you always wanted to do? Because um, I'm I, reading your, your bio, I had no idea your uncle is George Went. Yeah, yeah. Norm from Cheers. That's true. Who was part of some of the more classic sports-oriented Boy, uh, skits from Saturday Night Live with yeah. the Chicago guys. That's true. Uh, we're, the super fans. The super fans. I mean, that's. His, I mean, people still scream the word Ditka every time they see him. Based yeah. on, I mean, that sketch is almost twenty years old now. I know. So, uh, were you exposed to that through your uncle, or or how did you how did you uh, sort of get exposed to what you're doing right now? I think it was, yeah, both my folks are from Chicago, so we'd go every 4th of July and every uh, Christmas, you know, we'd go to, we'd go to uh, Chicago, uh, Southside, my grandma's, mm-hmm. and I would always, you know, 
my so my folks you know grew up you know watching my uncle george my aunt bernadette at second city obviously uh second city the you know sketch and improvisational theater mm-hmm. there it's like uh just this place that I always wanted to go, hey, can we go to Second City? Can we go to Second City? And I'd always sort of, I just loved watching stuff, like especially comedy. And so uh, by the time I got done playing, like my athletic career, my my uh, basketball career was mm-hmm. done, I was kind of falling uh, in love with enjoying this other thing, which I didn't really do. Like I didn't do plays in high school. I did like speech and debate because you could, uh, um, you know, play like improv games during during the school hours, mm-hmm. which was such a fun diversion from uh, actual learning and, <laughs> and homework and whatnot. Yeah. Uh, and so then, yeah, so then I just moved there. And uh, But, you know, even when all the Cheers stuff was going on, like, it was neat, but it, right. and I love Cheers. I still I still do. But it, but it wasn't like, I want to be an actor. I wasn't pestering him about it all the time. Right. He The best thing he did was sort of lead by example and show, oh, you could actually, you know, do this for a living and be a nice guy through it all. And then behind closed doors, he was really good about keeping my mom at bay from like uh you know being like he's he's actually good at this like you, you know you should encourage this don't <laughs> don't don't make him become you know an accountant or you know post a podcast you know, <laughs> that is the lowest form that is the lowest form you're right <laughs> you're not wrong and back then this is you know he, everybody was like what the hell's a podcast, the podcast yeah, yeah this, i mean this is 1991 a very anachronistic you know? comment yeah, yeah nobody knew what's going on yeah no doubt about that. My uncle was in hospital administration, so yeah. you see, that's how you wind up in a, hosting a podcast. When he that. walks into a room, do a bunch of people yell his wrong name and buy yes. him beer? Because <laughs> that's what I, cause that's what that's what we get going. When uncle George and I wander around. People just scream, "Norm!" Is <laughs> yeah, it, if if we're lucky. <laughs> <laughs> so you're referring to your basketball career. You played with Corey Maggette, right? Now, see, the, is that this, true or not true? See, Bill, this is Bill, classic Bill Simmons, all spun out of control since that. No, I yeah. played on the the, the AAU the, team, right? Yeah, but not. I was uh, there was a guy Tom Grant who uh, uh-huh. who had this whole this whole like um, what, what do you call it like uh, conglomeration of of basketball players. Like so, he had like a seventeen under team, sixteen under, right. you know, fifteen, fourteen, thirteen, all the way down. So Corey and like Jaron Rush, uh, those guys were all much younger than me. They're they're my brother in law's age. He played with those guys. Okay. I played with like the sixteen and under. So did you play with anybody that that we know of? <clears throat> no, I played against like people like Tyrone Liu. Mm-hmm. You know, like I played sure. played against him in high school. He was a few years younger than me. But uh, yeah, people that you know, like I don't know if you remember the point guard from Indiana, like Neil Reed. I remember sure. going back going back through my AAU like like the program, the thing that they give you. When you when you play in like these national tournaments, right. uh, so we would be at the, we, we were like a traveling team. I mean, we got we got to do the whole thing and you know sweatsuits and feel like <laughs> professional athletes. You know, we the only thing that's different then from now are the the size of the headphones. <laughs> that's right. And so, uh, were you scrappy? I mean, how would you how would you rate your game? I, mean, I was a, you... I was an I was an I was like a hot dog. Like I I fancied my my pattern my game after Pete Maravich, you know, nice. and, and like Magic Johnson, like that, like that was my. Like it was pretty great. Uh, uh, when I first when I went to high school, I went to this all boys Jesuit high school, and like all the black dudes, and I, they called me. They, my nickname was White Magic. Like, I, I, like if, if it was like if there if there if the chest pass would get it there, yeah. then I was always like, well, the behind the back pass would just that be that much cooler, right? <laughs> so, so you had the flair and the panache. That's yeah, yeah. Wait, I mean, I was clearly looking at it now, performing. Then, like, right. not knowing, not no, I'm, I'm not. I didn't act when I was in high school. I did, but it was all on the basketball court. And then, like, a lot of you know, trash talking and stuff like that. I got, I got, you know, I got, 
I got kicked out of practice a lot. Is that right? Yeah, a handful of times, especially in college. Um, Why? You were undisciplined? You were unruly? I was a little undisciplined, but I, but I mostly, for like just sort of, you know, jibber-jabber, kicking the ball, you know. <laughs> like, <laughs> again, it was me just acting out, you know. Right. So are you a Chiefs fan as well? Do we count you part of the, the Paul Rudd, Rob Riggle, Kansas City Chief cabal? So, we... those, the, the thing I, the, the, the true Kansas sport that I follow mm-hmm. is KU basketball, is Kansas University basketball. Okay. And uh, everything else, I'm, I'm a fan of a lot of people that are fans. I see what you're saying. Of it. So, so, so I, I get into it whenever I'm at home and stuff, but I don't, I don't live and die by it. Like, I mean, Riggle is huge. Riggle, Riggle you know, bleeds, you know. He goes crazy. Chiefs red and Royals blue, yeah. And um, Rudd, 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 uh, he's, he, I think he's, he's, he's one step away from uh, painting his face red. Yeah, he's, he's one of those, yeah. He's definitely, I'm sure he's got like a little arrowhead on his chest. <laughs> he did. I mean, the first time he appeared on NFL Network, he wore a Will Shields uh, game-worn jersey on yeah. the show. I mean, he, like like he was just stepping out of a sports bar. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> I mean, and he, did, he, he totally forgot he was going to be on that show. That's just what he was wearing. That's right, that's what he was wearing. Is how he, that's how he walks around. So then I can ask you, what in the hell is the rock chalk then? What the, What is that all about? See, can, we, can you we, explain this to me? Yeah, we, we looked, we, I looked this up. It was originally... It was nonsense. It was something about uh, like limestone or something. Golly, so it's 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 it has something to do. It's geological. It's, There's it's, a it's, is this a geological sports channel? Is that what you're Kansas saying? This is literally made on chalk. Okay, here uh-huh. it's all chalk. Uh-huh. You know, you could you could use it to you know you know get better uh, you know uh, masse and English on your on your pool cue. <laughs> you know, it's like. It's it's an incredibly feeble mm-hmm. you know ground to to grow up on. Uh, no, it's it's something like it used to be like you know blank. It was the same cadence. It was like blank blank Jayhawk, right. and then it slowly morphed into rock chalk. Rock chalk. So it was once upon it's been, a time it's been like for years and years. I, it, I, I want to look it up online here. You can do time. that. Yeah, do it. Google, let's, let's, I mean, let's, let's really Google, Google that thing, man. Oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna bang it, buddy. Because I think I used to. So you're basically what you're saying is is it it it, it is more from essentially it could have been igneous rock Jayhawk, absolutely sedimentary. Um, you know, they, Jayhawk. Yeah, it could have and, been something much. And much, they and then they dumbed it down for the sports fan essentially. Exactly. For, the, for those, for those so monsters. See, I have no uh, idea. Rock, Chalk, Jayhawk, meaning. Here we go. This is the, you're breaking ground here on the Rich Eisen podcast. We've never had anybody Google. This is important. This is an important day. You're not, you're not wrong. This is. I mean, this is why we do it, right? Rock, Chalk, Jayhawk. Okay, yeah. Here it is. Rock, Chalk. Uh, transposition of chalk rock, a type of limestone that exists in Kansas, mm-hmm. but only in the. Crustaceous age bedrock. Oh, good lord! What, is, what have I done? <laughs> I think you googled Barney Rubble, Jason. Oh, I think Rah Rah Jayhawk. Okay, go KU, and then it just yeah. This is brilliant. This is how they explain it. They came up with uh, this is in 1886. They came up with Rah Rah Jayhawk go KU repeated three times, which later mm-hmm. became Rock Chalk Jayhawk KU. That's their explanation. Well, I think did you just Wikipedia that? Because uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Because that's Wikipedia is how I thought you were playing with Corey McGetty. Yeah, tell me about see it. That, see, it can lead you down the wrong path. But I, I trust this one, though. The, yeah, this one sounds This sounds right. I trust this one. <clears throat> so let's wrap things up with horrible bosses. Let's, what do you want to know? I, I mean, it looks like a lot of fun. You and Jason Bateman. And, yeah, and Charlie Day. Do Charlie you know, Day. You know, do you ever watch that show, It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia? I, I, it's a funny program. It is funny, yeah. We, we once had uh, Danny DeVito on NFL oh, Total Access, that which yeah. was a huge thrill. Yeah, he's, he's a hoot. He's got... He's 
so funny. So um, he's he's on that program, Charlie Day, and now yeah. is, is this his first film, Charlie Day? I no, Charlie and I actually did a movie called Going the Distance a, a couple summers ago with uh, Drew Barrymore and Justin Long. Got it. And but, it looks uh, looks like Kevin Spacey is reprising his Swimming with Sharks role. That was uh, indeed. I'm looking forward to that. And Jennifer yeah. Aniston. Hey now. Yeah, Aniston and Colin Farrell and That's Jamie Foxx. Yeah, we, Colin, we, we, Colin we did Farrell. did all right with movie stars and Oscar winners. Yeah, it's not bad. <laughs> that works. Colin Farrell, plays, Colin Farrell plays your boss, right? He does. Film? Yeah, he plays uh, He plays my, my uh, cokehead psycho <laughs> boss. Yeah. And, oh, my gosh. He looks ridiculous. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, and he, yeah, he's, his character's really into karate mm-hmm. <laughs> and like Asian culture. And so the concept is you try to get out of, uh, what, what, what is the, yeah. uh, the story? Basically, yeah, we're three, we're three guys, three friends that, uh, lives are pretty, pretty well set, except the fact that the places that we work and the bosses that we have there are, are, you know, real turds <laughs> and we're like, our lives would be better without them. What mm-hmm. if we killed them? Like kind of like a Hitchcock sort of. You know, we kill each other's bosses, and realizing we don't know how to do anything like that, we mm-hmm. then enlist uh, Jamie Foxx to sort of be our murder consultant, if you will. And uh, again, not being not being the the brightest bulbs, uh, <laughs> things don't turn out the way <laughs> we'd like. <laughs> and the comedy ensues. Boy, I hope so. I, I don't, but I'm sure it will. It looks very funny. July eighth. Who who is the worst boss you ever had? Man, in your I, life, I've been pre- I've been pretty lucky. I've been like, uh, come on, trash Lorne. You know what no, it would do God, for my I, podcast if you did that right now, Jason? Well, I tell you what, if if, if he was a bad boss, what a, what a what a what a vehicle this movie would be to <laughs> to really lay into him. Yeah, uh, but but he's he's actually uh, been quite good to me. And so uh, you've never had a bad boss? No, I mean I've I've worked for like I've worked for like like a dickhead producer. But okay. like he's not really my boss, you know. What I mean, like when when you get to do like the stuff that we get to do, like who's your right. boss? Like you're, you're like we're our own bosses. So oh, I'd love to <laughs> trash my own boss right now. But he just, <laughs> right. you know, he just put this podcast on television. I got to be nice to yeah, him. No, I, I, yeah, no, I I get you. But uh, but like they don't control like the content or or what things we choose to do. You know, as far as like the the, mm. the jobs we take. Like I I had annoying bosses. Like okay. uh, like the, the 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 person that keeps coming up to uh, when people ask as a boss, this woman that I had a very anal retentive boss that when I worked at Banana Republic for like six weeks when I first moved to Chicago and the thing that she would always talk about like really anal about you know the crease and the, and the khakis oh, and yeah. this but her big thing was hanger integrity and that, that's the term where, where it was always about Jason make sure all the hangers are facing the right way oh yeah and it's such like a pomp Jason hanger integrity mm-hmm. you know it's like oh come on that sounds like a good sketch it, you, it's, I've, I've had the idea for Kristen and I to do a uh yeah, uh, I only have a theme song. It's like retail managers down, down, down. down. They'll make you go bananagers. Down. <laughs> That's all I got. I I had a my uh, boss. I'll throw it out there. Yeah, I had please. a boss. I had a boss when I was uh, working for my hometown newspaper in Staten Island, New York, mm-hmm. who uh, passed away on the job after forever and ever and ever. And we all thought he would never, uh, you know, die ever. Right. You know. Um, and we all still, of course, had to pay respects to the boss, and we went to his funeral, and I'll never forget this. I'm walking through the line of his family, right. who I've never met before, <laughs> and I just, you know, muster everything I could to say, you know, my condolences on your loss, and right. uh, his wife asked me, who are you, and I mentioned my name, and she, that rung a bell, and she goes, oh, it should be easier for you now. Oh. <laughs> I swear to God. 
That's... It should be easier for you now. So she she accepted my condolences and then gave me sort of an attaboy, you know, yeah. out out the door. It was it, it at was least she didn't bizarre. at least she didn't say it should be easier for us now. Like if she would have roped you in, then like some sort of. I think that was implied. You know what I mean? Point. I just I sensed there were the, there was the implied meeting. How long did you that. date her? <laughs> No, it didn't go there. It didn't go there. It didn't go there. It didn't go there. No. Even though I was young and foolish, it was not that. No, we didn't go there. (laughs) That'd have been a new movie for sure. Yeah, the graduated. That's right, the graduated. (laughs) Fantastic. Well, I'm 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 really excited to have had you on this podcast. Yeah, thanks for having me. I hope traffic uh, blows open wide for you as you get to Santa Monica later today. Me too. Uh, And you are you on Twitter? Do you, I'm not. Do you don't you don't do the tweeting? Mm-mm, no, okay. I, I mean I do, but one person at a time. <laughs> That's in all good things in all in moderation. Oh, and before you go, I want to yeah. uh, let's 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 hit uh, your your poker tournament with Rudd. And, oh yeah, yeah, uh, and, yeah. Um, and uh, Riggle, You're, it's for the Kansas City Children's Mercy Hospital, right? Exactly. Coming up in a couple of weekends from yeah, now? Yeah, it's on uh, the 24, 25, 26. I think it's the Saturday, whichever day that Saturday is. But, yeah, we did, We started it last year. Uh-huh. Uh, Riggle really spearheaded it, and uh-huh. uh, but we all know each other, you know, and we are all literally grew up five minutes away from each other but met each other uh, later in life uh, with doing this stuff. And it's called the Big Slick, um, you know, named after the, the poker hand. Yes. And we... Uh, yeah, like it's it's a, a charity uh, auction, and then also you know people buying in to uh, play in the actual tournament, and then they actually can win a seat at you know at the World Series uh, oh. if whoever wins the tournament. And uh, yeah, we made a, a buttload of money for for the hospital. Amazing hospital. I mean, like doing incredible things like for for kids, like you know fixing the tiniest of hearts. Like it's remarkable. And uh, yeah, and all you know, it all goes it all goes to helping. Uh, those folks out, and this is the second. This is the second year, and we're hoping to keep it going. And then we get, you know, we go to the Royals game, and we're doing like a uh, a celebrity like wiffle ball game uh, with George Brett, right? I know. How about oh, that? Man, oh man, I'm I, a I'm a New Yorker. I grew up hating his guts. You, I oh, have to tell you this. Gosh. I wish I had a picture of it. Uh, but um, you know, getting getting to know you know getting to know some people at the Royals organization, uh, a fella you know uh, gave me a bat. A guy named Jeff Davenport who uh, who works for them, really nice guy, and he's like good friends with George. And so I show up at the beginning of this last season at SNL with this big tube uh, in my office. I don't know what it is, and I open it up, and it's a it's a baseball bat. It's a George Brett bat, mm. and it is uh, <laughs> it's signed by George Brett. And I'm sure he's fine with this. He, he has videos of out there him talking about taking a dump, so I'm sure he's fine with me telling the story. But uh, it just says, Dear Jason, uh, fuck you and the Yankees. And then it's covered in pine tar. Pine tar, tar covered like, pine. It's like two-thirds covered in this brown, sticky shit. It's so great. Fantastic. I love it. I, I love hearing stories like that. He's, he's got a thousand of them. All those guys, like... like oh, yeah. You know, I was just uh, talking to a fellow who knows uh, Mike Schmidt really well, and just like all the stories of those those uh, those dudes from the '80s and and then beyond, obviously. No I mean, doubt, they're, they're some of the best stories. But yeah. I, I love how he still, years later, years later, yeah. has such anger towards the Yankees. It's mutual. It's yeah. totally mutual, and I love it. I can't get enough of stories I, like. that. I hope to have that kind of fire in me, like that he has when he comes running out of that dugout. <laughs> I, I would love for for me to be that mad and be captured. And he looked him. He looks so cool. Like the only person that could look that cool, that angry at that time was like Michael Keaton. Like, <laughs> like he just looks like 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 right the night shift. Yeah, absolutely, yeah, night shift, gung ho. Pick any of them. That's right. He, he just he just like you know. 
man, George Brett. And he's and uh, you'll be playing wiffle ball with him. I'm going to take a yard, yeah, for sure. Take no, it, him it, out, man. Yeah. It's all for, and it's all for the kids. It's all for the kids. <laughs> right. yeah, exactly. <laughs> Mercy Hospital there uh, in Kansas City. Great, great cause. And I guess people can go to the the website of Children's uh, Mercy Hospital. I bet, and I bet there's something. I don't. Gosh, that's a good question. Like if they Google, you know, Big Slick, you know, you Kansas go. City Charity. There you, you know. go. Just like you Googled uh, Rock, Rock Chunk. Chunk. Yeah, exactly. Very good, Jason. Thanks so much for coming on. I appreciate yeah. it. I hope this is the first of of many times. I, I appreciate you having me. Yeah, uh, great chat. I appreciate it. <laughs> thanks, Jason. All right now. Jason Sudeikis, everybody. Hilarious. What a show. What a show. Jason Sudeikis of Saturday Night Live, Horrible Bosses, Maurice Jones-Drew in person, and uh, Sam Strahan in person. That was that was phenomenal. Chris Law, our podcast producer on NFL.com side of things. I have to, you know, because of the TV stuff and the, the podcast uh, on NFL.com, I have to now delineate as the, as the crew gets larger. Uh, how long was this podcast? Uh, this may be one of our all-time longest. I think we hit about an hour, hour and forty hours. So 45. now you're, we might as well have this conversation for everybody to listen to since it's already been since we're already blew past the ninety-minute mark. For you saying, uh, you you think we should start splitting this podcast into two parts? Well, there's there's a there's a little reason behind it that we have some iTunes users, some people that download it with their iPhone. Right. The iPhone doesn't take anything over 20 megabytes. So they're, so people on iPhone are really pissed at us right they're, now. They're pretty upset. That's, that's the message board chatter out there for the rich. There's podcast. a message board chatter. What, where's the message board? Well, where we have just started, uh, because you know, rich, you get, you get called out sometimes for being self-promotional on your Twitter <laughs> account. We started a Rich Eisen I have a pod- podcast Twitter account. No, you have a podcast. Not. We have it. It hasn't it launched called? yet. It's called the Eisen Podcast because it's the Rich at Eisen, the Eisen po- Podcast. At the Eisen Podcast. You tell me somebody's squatting on Rich Eisen Podcast. It'll be launching t- tonight. Actually, wait, wait a minute. Somebody's squatting on at Rich Eisen Podcast. Th- th- there's been a little little squatting. Are you serious? Oh, no, no, no. No one's squatting on that. The characters, there's too many. It's one too many characters. Oh, I see what you're saying. So we couldn't go the Dude, Rich Eisen podcast. We couldn't go Rich Eisen podcast, so we went. I thought about Eisen. this at the same time you did. I looked up, um, I have a podcast, at I have a podcast, you know, because Karen always says you have a podcast. I looked <laughs> up at I have a podcast. Somebody has that. Somebody has it. Yeah. Oh, man. That, you know, yeah. I wanted to be at I have a podcast because now, you know, so, so okay. So you're breaking news to me and our listeners right breaking now. Breaking news to you and our listeners. I was going to talk with you about it after, but why not now? Um, okay. This way we can promote the show so a little more. So it's called at the Eisen Podcast? At the Eisen Podcast. It's got the new logos for the TV on the background. Nice big white background. Oh. And uh, we're going to get some some hopeful Twitter involvement at some huh. point in the show. And so who's going to operate that? Am I operating that? You're, you're going to do whatever it is you want to do. Can, no, I want to do that. You're operating it then. It's going to be set up through you. You'll operate it. People will be able to Look at you. direct message you. Look at Chris Law. Look Next at Chris time. Law. I, you know, we're expanding the brand, as they say. Expanding the Look brand. Look at Chris freaking Law. At Topher Law, right? T-O-P-H-E-R Law? Yeah, speaking of names um, being taken, uh, I've never gone by Topher in my life. So why would you Chris, choose that as well, your Chris, Twitter handle? Chris Law was taken. Law Chris was taken. Right. Chris J. Law. How about Chris underscore Law? I don't like the underscore, and I don't what like numbers. What have you got against underscores? Very against the Del Tufo. Mike Del Tufo. Help him out. Underscores. Don't be afraid of underscores. They're fine. Underscores are fine. But, I mean, they're big. If It's an easy way to do it. Underscore, I'm, I'm anti-underscore. So you're and what and what is your Twitter handle as we might, as we go out the door here? Del Tufo at yeah. NFL Mike at NFL Mike. See, you gotta you gotta Mike Dicka wants it. And here's another thing: while we're while we're airing all of our business in public, okay, 
for the podcast, the television podcast, on, on occasion, I would love to say that we get all these guys in the same day. We can't. You know what I'm saying? Like MJD and and Sap Strahan were on different days. I'm not telling. I don't think I'm I'm removing any of the magic here. Okay, Mike, you wear different hats every freaking day because of how much free crap you get from the league and have no qualms. You talk about you talk you talk about how shameless me how I'm self promotional. You are. Sh- I mean, when was the last time you wore something that you actually paid for, Mike? I'm, I, I will. Not. When was the last time you wore something Dow- you actually paid I have, for? I wear. I have every team's hat. So I have all 32 teams. Well, you're not answering I, I the question. When was the last them. time you, like, you're wearing an NFL hat right now. You have a Super Bowl shirt, uh, a golf shirt on. I have that shirt. So I know, the, I know I got it in the same giveaway bag that you did. He's wearing the free Under Armour shoes. Yeah, that I do have the, the free Under Armour shoes. That you yeah, got at the yes, Combine yes. for working for NFL Network. So is there anything that I can see that you're wearing? I don't want to talk about anything that else. No, I actually, that, is there anything that I can actually socks. see that you're wearing that you actually paid for? Socks. Did actually. you really pay for those no, socks? No, actually, my mother may have bought them for me. <laughs> so I'm lying. That just brings it home right there. Um, sent them to me from New Jersey. Oh, so actually, I, man. Wow. Okay, so, we're, so, so should we break up this podcast into two parts? My um, problem is, is, that, is that if you're... Like I said, we have a guest on of a certain team. I want everyone to download that. That well, he, if, yeah, let's say he, if there's a Raven on, how many Steeler fans are going to download that? Like I, Ray Lewis, well, how many Steeler fans are going to download the whole thing if they know Ray Lewis is on? If they they may not download the part that Ray Lewis is on, well, I'm concerned it messes with my downloads. I'm a, I'm a huge Eagles fan, and we just had Strahan on. Yeah. And when Strahan was playing, if he was talking, and I knew that the Eagles were going to play, I want to hear what he has to say. So I'm going to listen. And the other thought is. Um, why don't we do this? We can throw it up. It'll be the first tweet from the the at Rich Eisen account. No, what is it? It's 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 the we. If you're branding, you got to get it's it right. At, it's at, at the Eisen, at the Eisen podcast. podcast. Okay. So the so first tweet will be what? The first tweet will be a poll question. I It'll thought you told me I'm in charge of it. A or B. Are you telling me what to do? Is that what you're telling me, or you're suggesting is the pro, the podcast? I am slightly suggesting as a right. I'm with my producer hat on. Well, the problem is, is that you can't get that many. Um, amounts of immediate feedback if there are currently zero followers on that we have seven followers where's the where are these how do we have seven followers from people with info nfl mike is now the question is do i follow that of my own account my own at rich eisen am i allowed to do that dan fleshner the the podcast coordinator producer i think you'd have to have to have a few more followers on that other account before you jump in there otherwise how lame is conspicuous how lame would that be yeah very lame that i follow myself I mean that. Uh, it, that it, can I? I can get arrested in certain states for for following myself, right? I, I think we'll have to have Sap give a ruling on this. He seems to be the, uh, the purveyor of etiquette when it comes to Twitter. Oh man, this podcast is now two hours long, right? Two, two hours, yeah. Jeez. But we can. You can tweet that out potentially and see what your followers say. Oh, on at Rich Eisen. On at Rich Eisen. Uh huh. And uh, if they want it, that. The alternative is we, you know, a little lower audio quality, which we don't want Mike to give up. Mike Del Tufo will not stand he, for that. He just gave me a glaring look. That sickens me. Or, or uh, <laughs> you know, we, we keep it as that, is. That's Sarah out laughing in the background there. All those people catching we their flights her at the airport too. might not be able to All right, so uh, this is tabled for, for, for future considerations. Uh, whether we download the, the internet podcast, the full original podcast, in two different parts, um, and... Uh, 
And also, now we're breaking news. At the Eisen Podcast is is active on Twitter. At the Eisen Podcast. Yep. Follow it. Rich will be tweeting stuff out. And Dan Fleshner, again, the coordinating producer, or whatever we'll call you. Let's call you. Let's give you whatever. You know, we'll call you the coordinating producer of the television side of the podcast. Since you are the coordinating producer of of NFL Game Day Morning. it will be reflected in my paycheck. (laughs) There'll be something extra. Uh, You say. Remember uh, me at Hanukkah this year, Rich. (laughs) I do every year. Um, that's false. So uh, I need to wait. Until, I can't follow myself. I can't have at Rich Eisen follow at the Eisen podcast. Yeah, let's come it. up with a with a number that you have to hit follower wise before you jump in there. Okay. Let me just, eight, let me eight, just eight. <laughs> Rich. Yes. If not you, yes. then who? And if not now, now when? when you've learned from me, I am your freaking Yoda follow when it comes yourself. to self promotion. Follow yourself. You've heard me say that, haven't I've you, Chris? I've heard you say it. If not me, who? And if not now, when? Embrace it. Did you learn that from Dan Patrick? Oh, yes. By the way, DP taught me how to name drop and self-promote. He's taught you well. Yes. Yes. He has taught me well. Uh, all right. That's it for this podcast. We have no guests scheduled for next week, correct? No, we have no guests. Donnie Jones. Donnie Jones. Jones. Donnie Jones. We got some things working, some back Talk about self-promotion. Hopefully, uh, hopefully we got some things things locked up. All right. That's it for the Rich Eisen podcast, which I hope has not busted uh, everybody's iPhones or whatever. Uh, I want to thank everybody uh, uh, who's uh, taken part. Sap Strahan and uh, MJD, Jason Sudeikis, everybody whose voice you've heard. Uh, Peace out. Rich Eisen signing out. Stay listening to 